I could have called you. I could have called you during the week, but you know, I'd be just like, nah, you don't man. anymore. Let's save it for the pod. You don't anymore because I I listen to your conversation. You're not my friend anymore. You don't see. You know what? Hey, you know what? When do I text a, you, do a podcast, lose. It friend. is rude. It is all rude. I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? I'm like, you know what? And this is what I'm thinking. Every time I text him, is he's fucking rude now. In my head, I'm like, I know this nigga. So he's looking at himself in the mirror saying, am I in a crossroad with Terrence? Like, am I just reached that point to where you're like, hey, man, are we really friends? That's what I'm thinking he's saying. But I'm really telling him, like, the podcast is a cancer to friendships. You know what I'm saying? I agree. But that's all it is. And I listened to you when you said I have vent sessions. So I'm like, you know what? I don't want him to think that I'm only going to call him because I need to vent. But if I call him about anything else, it's going to be wasted content for the podcast. But I'll change that. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want, I just, just want you to think that you're my fucking therapist, man. You know what I'm saying? All Sagittarius are people's therapists, man. That's <laughs> our purpose on Earth. We, we, we therapy to Earth, man. Therapy. Okay. I like that word. I don't think I've heard it before. I just made it up on the scene. And... There's the awkward silence. <laughs> and I, just to, I just want to test something out. That was a test, guys, and I don't know if we're gonna roll into the uh to the, the episode to the intro. But I have been listening to you. You said I don't I haven't been uh, active on the Twitter. So I've been active on the Twitter. Um I'm trying to how you get, say it. You sound oh the Twitter. It's called Twitter. This is all about how I choose to use my, my verbile, my verbiage. Oh, uh, verbitch. It's hard. It's hard to make up a word on the spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> verbitch? Verb is not a word? You said verbal first. Yeah, it is. It just don't flow. It just didn't right. flow right. So, but, yeah. no, nah, man, like, it's just, like, you know, it's difficult times right now. Uh, but I will get better, man. I want you to understand that I'm dedicated. And you know what? I'm going to say it on air. Like, when I contact you and I'm like, <clears throat> we had over 70 views. In a 10-day span. So I was just like, someone's clicking. Someone's watching. Feedback is happening somewhere. And the first thing this guy says to me is, explain your math. No laughing emoji or anything. <laughs> so it's like, hey, I'm serious, guy. What the fuck you talking about? Explain your math. So I broke it down to him <laughs> and let him know where I was coming from. And then he, he did apologize, but he's such an asshole. Y'all don't understand how big an asshole D-Block is. But he's definitely an asshole. I don't. Big I, time. I disagree, man. From what I was looking on the screen, I didn't see how you got to the number that you got to. So well, I did didn't, you figure? Did you figure it out once I broke it down? Once you broke it down, I yeah, I scrolled back to. I was like, oh, okay, I see how you got to this number. But yeah, from what man. I was looking at, I was like, hey, explain the math. What the hell talking about? The views? No, nigga, it's not. Yeah, like, but from see, I'm the type of person. <clears throat> I really hate when I'm like, I do. I, I hate it when people misconstrue text messages because. By the time you start, if you have a true friendship with someone, people generally text how they speak. Yeah. So if I say something without a laughing emoji, then you know that's just like the, the dry sense of humor or whatever mm-hmm. it is or, or, or anything like that. So, so that's how I just be looking at things. Some, at this point, now I'm getting tired of doing the LOL because it's like, I right, you should know me by now. So whoever I'm texting, when I, I started to drop the LOL, it's like... I feel kind of corny that he put an LOL. I'm not really laughing out loud. You should put an LOL to know that, hey, this is a joke or whatever. Maybe we need to come up with a new acronym for this is a joke. 
I like, that's why I use don't emojis. take it serious, but that's why I use emojis. Even that, like some things, just be like let me just say this shit. And now, well, maybe now I'm in the, in, in the space where I'm gonna just say it. You interpret how the fuck you interpret it, and then we're just gonna see where this conversation is gonna go. Yeah, but with people like me, I think I have to incorporate those emojis because a lot of what I say is always taken the wrong way. But especially with you, like you know, when, when it's like when you in that mode, that Devin mode, I gotta let you know. But some days I'll be having time for your shit, like. I'll be laughing on the other ears sometimes. I'm like, look, he trying to starve me, Marie. I tell Marie, I say, look at him, look. The motherfucker gonna send me this shit. I'm like, so I had to take his ass back this. You know what I'm saying? But I never know. It's like, I know it ain't no like ill intentions and shit. I just, I know from your messages, I, can, I read your messages exactly how you say them. No matter what you say, I'm reading it exactly how you say it. When you say it, I know when you being an asshole, a dick. And sometimes I have time for it. And then just sometimes, like this morning. Well, I was asking about the weed. I'm just trying to be a good friend. Well, I'm like, I'm like, no, man. You no, you told me before you said, are you gonna send me something? If I'm not interested, I just won't respond. Right. Before you said, give me a response. I just said, hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want that. Yeah, right. Then you get mad. Like, what do you want from me? No, I did. I was like, I was like, uh, oh no, man, I'm good. I was like, okay, quick response. I was like, well, let let me let him know. Well, I was just trying to let you know that I didn't want to go and re-up without letting you know. You know what I'm saying? So that's that was. I was like, hey, this guy been on the wrong side of the bed uh, <laughs> a couple days. And the reason I, yeah, well, that, that's a wreck. Let's see. A phone conversation was just about to happen during the podcast. I was just about to go drift off into some other shit, but we're not doing that. That's hit the, you ready to hit the intro? Or should I stop doing that? Let me just stop doing that, too. Let me just shut the fuck up. It's Mamba Week. Yeah, we're, we're one day shy of Mamba Day, eight twenty four. They're See, renaming a, a whole street, some street in L A. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant, whatever. <coughs> they need to fucking rename Rodeo Drive, Kobe Bryant uh, Street, or some shit like that. Do some monumental shit, but I don't know the street. Or I ain't opposed to that. Whatever the fuck, wherever they named it, it sounds like an important street that they named over there. Wasn't it just his birthday? Uh, or was that just for some Kobe I think number eight? It was down? just his birthday. Yeah, his birthday just passed. It wasn't on the twenty fourth. I think it was like Leo. The Leo? Yeah, I think it shit was like the twenty first or something Damn. like that. Go back to our conversation. A lot of great Leos, man. He might be a Virgo. No, I think he's. I think that's a Leo. Kobe definitely probably a Leo. Yeah, goddamn it. But yeah, man. Mamba week. R.I.P. Leo Kobe. <clears throat> Rest in peace to the to the great Kobe Bryant. Did you see the see the? See the Mamba in uniform that Lakers whipped Damian Little's ass in, man? I did not. Uh, was that last night? It's been happening over the course of a couple of days. Well, you know Ever what? since they won that game one. That, first <laughs> of all, perception. People's perception of things are all fucked up in the world. We're going to get to it a lot in this, today in this podcast. Um, the Lakers lost that game by six points, game one. They had a lead at the end of the game. They missed a lot of fucking threes. Like, a lot of shit went Portland's way for them mm-hmm. to win that game. So, on social media and the next day in the news, on every fucking sports channel, you if you didn't see the game, you would swore Damon Little just came in there and just tore their ass up. And that's what I thought. And I'm like... But then you... you I'm, I'm, list, I'm, I'm listening to the in-between of what they're saying. I'm watching the highlights. I'm like, this don't look like what y'all saying. This look like they got lucky in one. Like... What's the what's the problem? And then as we've seen in three straight consecutive games, 
the Blazers got their ass blew out, and they've been down by 30 points, 20 or more definitely in the last three games. Damian Lillard is out for game five, so we already know one, two, three, get our ass out of the bubble, take their ass to Cancun, or either they're going to do what uh, Devin Booker did and stay his ass out there and get hooked up with a Jenner or something like that. <laughs> but Portland is out of there, man. When I clicked on it, I saw he was hurt. What happened to him? His knee fucked up. It just bad. But Portland is a sleeper team. I've been talking about Portland. For years now, in terms of Damian Little is young and he a fucking dog. CJ McCullum a fucking dog. Nurkic a fucking dog. And they got the dude Zach Collins a fucking dog. Like they got like Portland is is one of the great Portland <laughs> and Dallas to me are the two best young up and coming teams. But they always hurt. CJ McCullum playing with a broken back. Dame fucked broken up back. a broken back. They got a broken bone in his back. Still out there getting buckets. Dame fucked up his finger, fucked up his knee. Like, the uh, they big man, he coming back from an injury. Like, they can't be healthy. Once they get completely healthy next year, whatever the season starts, Portland going to be Portland gonna be something to uh You know what I did notice? Mm-hmm. When, I wore, when I was clicking on the game, I was looking for number double zero. I was looking for old Melo. And every time I saw that motherfucker, he wasn't playing out a piece of fucking defense. I never, like, remember, I stopped watching it for a while. But I mean, Melo playing defense is the equivalence of a motherfucker guarding your man while you're at three point line mm-hmm. and just turning your back as if the shot is going up. He's just lost. Like his man is moving around and he just stuck in one spot. I'm like, what the fuck is Melo doing? He was playing pretty good defense uh, up until this this series. This I've seen this series. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm just like he got a steal on a, a couple of steals on LeBron. I mean he, he played better. What I'm I, yeah, he played better defense than what we accustomed to. Him but th- that's what they're accustomed to. Remember, I've been out of touch with Melo for a while. Yeah, he played way better defense than we've ever seen him play before. Like he diving on the, on the ground for loose balls and everything. So I see he, why he was out the league. Yeah, I see why. That, that's a, so that's a that's a bad uh, what you're saying because he's been killing offensively. Yeah. And he's been picking it up defensively and doing all the small things. So he's doing what you would expect. Because he's a out, veteran. Do you think that's because he was out the league for so long? He feel like this is last. This is his second shot at redemption. So I think that, and I love Melo. I think he took a lot of that shit for granted. Looking at his peers, who he came in with, like, oh, it's always gonna be a slot for me because I'm Melo. Mm-hmm. Then when the Bulls, if the Bulls cut you and the Bulls don't want you, mm-hmm. that's fucking bad. They didn't even want to sell tickets. They were just like, fuck it, cut them. And you couldn't even get a job. We thought Melo wasn't even going to play no more. You know what I'm saying? No, so, no, I think... No. Now, go ahead. I'll light up another one. Um, I think Melo... We'll say this one. Uh, I think Melo is like, this is my second chance at redemption. So, of course, I have to do the, the, all the small things. But I think now you just start to see, like, a lot of the same things that people say about which I hope is I, not true. I, hope I, can, can, I can see that. Going. I look at it differently, though. I look at it like Melo, this could be Melo's first time that I can remember. I don't know who his coach was. Oh, Mike Woodson. But he was playing. He was a different Melo with, with Mike Woodson. They won the most games in New York with Mike Woodson. So other than Mike Woodson, George Call wasn't no headstrong head coach where he was going to make somebody do something. You know what I'm saying? This is the same thing I tell you about LeBron. So maybe with this coach that, that they got in um, – out there in Portland, I forgot his fucking name right now. But um, I think his name is Terry Scotts, I think. But he's one of those coaches where I'm going to demand something from our superstars. Like, you're not just going to be over here and be doing anything. So 
this could be the reason Melo could be doing this is because he's his first time he's had a head coach that's demanding something out of him, which is why I also look at LeBron James and his career and say, what do you look at what he's done basically on his own? Because every way he's been, even when he first came into the league with Paul Silas, his fucking stardom at that moment was growing to even bigger than Paul Silas could coach, which is why he had to go. So LeBron's talent, stardom, and everything has always been bigger than his coach. So what do you think LeBron could be if he had a Greg Popovich or a Phil Jackson or a Jeff Van Gundy or somebody that can put his ass in line and demand the small things out of him? He already demanded out of himself, mm-hmm. but he demands the but somebody that demands that shit. It's like and that's like translating to anything in life. Like if you got somebody in your life that's demanding excellence out of you or demanding you do and you're in a relationship, you do the small things. Now I, I, I gotta it's, it's second nature for you to open the door for your girl because she demands that type of respect. Right. She demands that type of treatment. So, you know what I'm saying? Just having those type of people in your life change you for the difference, for the better. And I think that's sort of kind of what's happening with Melo. And I think that's what's happening out there with Luca. Everybody want to talk about the Lakers. The Clippers are in fucking trouble. And the only reason they not they may win is because Porzingis' knee fucked up and he's not going to play. But they still may not be out, out of the woods because Doncic... Is a motherfucking beast. You think he can be the best player in the league? Yes. Doncic will be the best player in the league in two years. Maybe three at the most, but two at the least. Because that he he ain't scared. He's 6'7". He a big motherfucker. He got handles. He can, take, he can finish at the rim with either hand. Shit. We see what his, his three like. I'm fucked... I ain't seen him really play no defense, but I mean, with the shit that he's doing on offense, you don't really fucking need. You don't need to. Yeah, you don't need to play defense. Yeah, you putting up the numbers. What he had like forty three, seventeen, and eleven. Yeah, thirteen or something like that. Man, that's that's ridiculous. Point guard, seventeen. Like, and when you see him on the highlights down the, like big man and motherfuckers, like I ain't like, yeah, Doncic is. The fucking Dallas Mavericks will win a championship in five years. I fucking guarantee it. Man, that's what I was gonna say. But just to, I, I, I like what you said about Duke Luca. But uh, to go back to Melo, the one thing you did say about LeBron, and I know I don't, I never give LeBron his props, but LeBron is once in a lifetime. I, you will never see a man mm-hmm. conduct himself the way that Le- LeBron is damn near perfect. Yes, the and, perfect man. And like he doesn't get any, and he's and he's had it so hard. Yeah, and people don't even realize said, how hard he's had. Yeah, like I remember him coming out. Of, I was watching his high school games. There was so much hype, and even when he came in the league, I always was a, a bigger fan of Melo. Mm-hmm. But I like LeBron. You know what I'm saying? But what caused me to build hatred for LeBron was I told you when he went to Miami and he did, went to the built the super team shit. He ruined the NBA for me in my mind, which wasn't his fault. But we ain't gonna get into that. Okay, here. right, but it's no other man like that. And then just saying like even with like self motivation. That's why I love players like Iverson because that's how I am when it comes to a lot of things. So when I see people like Melo, if you need somebody to get you up, you need somebody. Now, I need somebody to keep my attitude in line, Allen Iverson. You need somebody that's going to put their foot in your ass and tell you, hey, look, I'm not going to take this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the buck stops here. But nobody should have to force you to play hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? We play hard for free. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you getting paid for it. And if, if your effort is where people are, um, if that's where you're losing play, people at with your effort, then, right, maybe you don't deserve that. 
you don't deserve that job because you're not earning it. You know what I'm saying? Just like Jay Cutler. That's kind of how Jay Cutler has ended up out the league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, 15 minutes in, we'll talk about basketball. We've ran everybody away. But uh, this is episode 24, Kobe's episode of the Straight Gas Homie Podcast. I am D-Block. I don't like saying it. <clears throat> Yeah, it's one of those names you don't like saying it. That's yeah. song like song. Don't song. pick it. Yeah, I'll, maybe I have to change that. To my right is Deo, the truth teller, the prophet, who has brought me all the way back out to Weeton <laughs> in my Sir Goodwin voice. Weeton. Yeah, and this uh, will be the last podcast. Oh man, bring it out from Weeton. Yeah. Um. So it was a special. Uh. So we can make it the maybe it's a special Weeton show, man. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think about it like that. This is will be the last one here in Wheaton. Uh, we are, we will be. I don't know if we will have. Sometime we'll have a special appearance at the new location. It will be like a some private location. It's <laughs> private invites only. Uh, but yeah, man, I just I, I actually just uh. So when you, I'll let you ask me first, like, how's my week been? Because mm-hmm. that's what I skipped over. So let's let him give me a formal introduction. Pardon me. That's my thing. Were you happy? I named the show Pardon Me. Were you happy? I was happy. You happy How many views did Pardon Me got? Don't say it on there because we don't need people. They don't. Oh, okay. Me. But is it is it higher? It was high. It was high. Yeah. Okay. Pardon me, man. Pardon me. Was that with guess? Uh, just the one guess. Just the uh the boss. My boss? Yeah, your boss. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, they, they ain't got nothing to do with that one. They ain't got nothing to do with her. That's all us, man. <laughs> That's all us, man. Pardon me. Pardon me. I'm sorry, baby. Pardon me. But go ahead, Devin. D-Block. I don't know. I don't feel like calling you D-Block either. Well, we had D3. We had Smooth. Ace. I don't like Ace. Let's call you Ace, man. Fuck that Ace. Ace-key. <laughs> oh, man. Crack myself up. No one else laughed in the room but me. That's like that joke we were laughing at. That's like hitting like on your own picture. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Well, well, Dale, how was your week, man? Well, you know what? We had an adventurous week. Um, adventurous, huh? <laughs> adventurous. Pardon me. I just um, closed on the house. Um, so I am now a homeowner. Studio um, pause. Yeah, we need to. That's what we need to. That was all natural, uh, guys. Um, but yeah, homeowner. If you if you told me three years ago, five years ago, ten years ago that I would be a homeowner, I looked you in your face and told you you're a damn fool. And if you would have told anyone around me five years ago, ten years ago that I would be a homeowner or just even having a successful job, mm. they would have told you that you're a damn lie, not this nigga. No way. They probably think I'd be dead. Um, but I'm here. And I'm doing well. and Black I excellence. Am, you know what? Growth. And that's all it is, man. And I couldn't do any of the things that I'm doing without a lot of people that are around me. I'm not going to make this old mushy thing because that's not what I do. Um, but the people who know that I appreciate what they do for me, they know. Even if they're rude from time to time and they feel like I'm being a bad friend and stuff like that, they know that's not true. Maybe they just that's just some misplaced guy emotions or something. But um, it was a fun-filled week and... It's going to get even worse I'm going to be moving. Uh, Devin. You're going to be moving? Yeah, I'm going to be uh, moving. And he's going to be helping me. Uh, I haven't gotten a formal uh, <laughs> request for my services. I, I am a certified mover. 
I did it for a year and a half, so this is not nothing, just not no friend. When you call me to move, you're calling a professional, ladies and gentlemen. I just want you to know that, homies. Well, I, I come with a lot of knowledge. I come with a lot of skills. I can walk in your fucking house and analyze that shit and let you know how long this move is going to take and the number of bodies you need. How long you think it's going to take me and how many bodies you think I'm going to need? Probably need a good three. Oh, that's it, yeah. A good three? Probably get out of here in three, under four hours, man. Well under four hours. Yeah. That's a white man's ass. Well, I'm going to have a... Uh, you, I didn't tell you shit. I just said... <laughs> right. <laughs> well, on the point, I was like, just say two and a half, dude. Yeah. Just give me a step. No. Well, well, you will... I will have uh, someone else helping, and that motherfucker is like super energy all day, wants to just move things and do things. Uh, Jamar will be helping. So, be ready. And trust me. Who the fuck is... You know Jamar? Jamar. Oh. Yeah. Not my middle name. The other guy. With the dreads, he'll be helping. But it's not about me. Think How's I, your week, man? How's your week, to, man? Think I might have to call off. No, dude. man. No, <laughs> oh, man. Be, we can do separate time slots. Yeah, man. You got to have him leaving when I'm coming, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'll make him. Uh, let me not say it. On, yeah. How's your week, man? How, how's your week? My week has been pretty good, man. I've um, discovered the greatness of Insecure. Not the emotion, but the show. Okay. It's, it's, it's just opening up my love for Issa Rae, man. Talk about it. I mean, goddamn, what a beautiful black queen. Her, the way that the, the the way her skin looks in that show, like how the camera be all up on her, she's super fucking... She, Issa Rae in that show is every man's, I want to say dream girl, but like, people like, this is the type of girl I want. She smokes, she drinks, she parties. She's relatable. She's funny. Um, she can take a joke. Mm-hmm. She can she can dish out a joke. You know what I'm saying? She got like, she's just fucking all around great. Although she did cheat. She has a little horror in her, but mm-hmm. every good woman has a little horror in her. All women have a horror in them somewhere deep down inside. Yeah, but this this great great written show. I know I'm late. I know the show been out for a little while or whatever, but I never had HBO. Yeah. I didn't wasn't a thing for me. I, I wasn't a Sopranos fan or a Curb Your Enthusiasm fan or nothing me like neither. that. That was all holy. Yeah, once they start making you have to pay for <laughs> HBO and those uh, I, the only thing I used to watch on HBO faithfully is Cat House, Cat House and those. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's the other one? No, it's another real sex, real sex, real sex and Cat House. That's all I watch. Hell yeah, like a perverted ass yeah. kids. I can man. tell you about Air Force Amy. I can tell you. Man, hey, hey, I never forget. That's what I do with a wanker was. From one of those songs, some bitch was like, she was doing phone sex. And she was like, wank it, want to see you wank it, want to see you come. I was like, what? And dude was with that bitch like, oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, he really fucking getting out to her talking yeah. like this? People sick, man. People are sick. But yeah, that's all HBO was good for. And real sound, kids, remembers, you probably don't remember Zoom. That show came in Channel 11. Uh, no, that's ladio time. Yeah. But I, real sex was like the Zoom for adults because although it was about sex, mm-hmm. they had like weird, like knowledgeable quotes and, and like yeah. things that you can you didn't know. Like I learned something from that. It's like I didn't know that this this did that <laughs> or this could expand this long. So you be like, oh if, shit! Okay. If you go back and watch real sex now, <laughs> you would you would educate yourself on it. But watching it back then, a lot of things we wouldn't pay attention to if it wasn't enough nudity for us if it wasn't what we were looking for so i would hit them talk about like like i didn't i wasn't really interested in like certain ones that talk about like 
eating the pussy or a woman's clitoris and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. the one when they had like the blowjob session, oh my god! But I wasn't really that big a fan of it back then. But I would love to go back and watch that now because that is my <laughs> thing. So I would go. I love it. So I would say I would go and look at it and say like, oh my god! And you watch some of those old old fat white women. You like, you old nasty bitch. <laughs> No, we have. We talk about real sex. This is a real podcast, and so we didn't lose them because you're gonna put the time slot. So when they hear, maybe you should name this one "Real Sex." Let's see if they. Oh man, tune into it. Well, I don't know, man. It's kind of suspect. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Talking about real sex. You're right. Well, this is a progressive world. They let anything slide nowadays. Anything but. fucking slide now. <laughs> but yeah, that's how my week's been. My week's been watching Issa Rae. Um, great fucking show. I can't wait to finish it. Um, How many seasons? Four seasons. 30 minute episodes? 30, 30 minute episodes. Only eight episodes a season. And the last fourth season, I think, got like 10 episodes. From what I'm seeing from I'm season one, this shit need 22 episodes. Like, it could, it, it needs to be Moesha. Like, why can't this be our version of Moesha or whatever? But Get the fuck Moesha out of here. No, just through it. Moesha is done. No more airtime. She's not done. Man, show. She's not done because she's finally agreed to do the verses against Monica. And I'm taking fucking Brandy, Moesha, Norwood. Monica's going to destroy her. We'll see. Everybody's saying that, but the battle is hers. Sitting up in my room. I'm here thinking about you. I got some vocals. Rod Wave. I've been listening to all Rod Wave and, and Dirt, little singing what, what? What that's going to do when that... <laughs> when she drops that... Brandy, actually. That that was brand new. Yeah, that's actually brand new. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Monica ain't gonna do nothing when that Kanye shit drop. Which one? What about what about that? It's a oh, couple of things I can't honor, man. Like how you listen to a girl that still wanna, man. Nah. Tell me the truth. Monica could be. Is that with, a man or Joanna man? Monica could beat her with uh. I, I should make man. a move, but I won't. Come on, man. And I'm singing for y'all, Rod Wave, man. I'm telling you, this is a. This is a special podcast. Listen, man, I didn't step on your week, so you're stepping on my week. <laughs> you know. Issa Rae. You asked me if I'm <laughs> Stepping on my week, man. Issa, Issa Rae. I love Issa Rae. Um, she kept me entertained all weekend. I'm going back to look at some Breakfast Club interviews so I could just... I just want to engulf myself more into Issa Rae and who she is. I mean, she rapping on the show like... She is... Sh to me, this is what, what being... A single young black motherfucker is to be about. You watch that show, you be like, man, I need to live like this. I need to do this. You know, I'm gonna watch it. It's a good show. You say I have the wrong impression of it, so you do. It's not. It's not solely about cheating. I mean, it is, but to me, you know, I'm one of those deep, introspective, wanting to see how motherfuckers feel type of dudes anyway. So, but that's what I'm, I'm saying. So that's where my judgment came from it because mm -hmm. I know a lot of people don't think that deep into it. They only see what's on the surface. So they see that in justification, and yeah, I'm right. You know, most women, when they're watching it. So that's one of the things that I'm saying. Like, since yeah. you're telling me that, I'll go, I have an open mind. And those are the shallow women who, if they just see that justification, like, oh, I, I was, I was, it, it was in the moment, so that's why I fucked the other guy. Yeah. But not the, the deep down real reasons why and shit like that, then that's just, <clears throat> that's just how they'll view it. But you, what, what do you do? What can you do? Those are the people that's going to tell you that. I was also watching a video um, scrolling on YouTube with, with DMX. <clears throat> I watched a couple of DMX videos on YouTube. And he was like, ask Charlamagne, like, who do you think is lyrical? And Charlamagne was like, Jeezy. And 
he kept naming other people, but he just kept saying Jeezy. Really, Jeezy, lyrical. You Who, saying DMX was saying that? Yeah, to Charlamagne. Like yeah. you really saying Jeezy is lyrical? And it's like. You can't if, if that if this is who you you giving me as lyrical, then we don't even have a conversation no more. I agree with DMX. No, I'm just saying like with in terms of with that show. So if you have somebody that's insecure and they oh, okay, they give you a shallow thing, you be like, all right, okay, you just let them have that. I let you have that. and You're going about your business. But now, how can can we not just blow that gloss over that? What like how can you how can Charlemagne be such a critic on people's music and sit up here and say that he think Jeezy is lyrical? The fact that he would say the things that he said about Wayne. So he'll break down Wayne lyrics to a T and say because Wayne rap about pussy. That's what he He said. can't say a line without saying pussy. He said that too in an and interview. He the first person I heard say it, and that's what made me listen to Wayne music. And I'm like, damn, he keep talking about it for real. But you'll sit up here and tell me that Jeezy is lyrical. But Wayne, because he mentioned pussy in the song. But if, if a motherfucker can rap on 25 songs and say something about pussy in a different way, oh, goddamn well. Nobody's nobody's knocking rap, but um, Jeezy's lyrical. No, nah, I don't get that. Okay, all right. Yeah. What what was Charlamagne's response to him constantly asking him that? He said he's he was like, all right, well, Jeezy may not be lyrical, but he just he feels his music. Okay, because he can't. He then he said he would compare Jeezy to Tupac, like I told you, and he would compare Rick Ross to Biggie. No, see, I would right, do that. And Dmx he shot that down too, but yeah, but. This show is is um uh, Issa, Issa Rae's Insecure. It's a great fucking show. Um, I don't even know if it's coming back for a season five. Hopefully that shit do come back and it got sixteen to twenty episodes. Cause from what I've seen so far, it definitely deserves it. Great show. Some more porn and more sex scenes in that motherfucker than um than power. <laughs> but Issa's all porn. No, it ain't soft. Ain't nothing soft about it. Well, it's it's probably rough, rough black sex. Yes. Because okay. <laughs> like, I did see that one scene when dude was fucking like a jackrabbit. I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it. What it is is it's that un um it's that unrealistic sex that every woman in her mind was just thinking right, about sex. Like getting fucked. Yeah, that's fuck the shit out of me. Yeah, that's what she be going. It's like first of all, I don't know why y'all be making it seem like guys be fucking y'all like this. Every single time, especially if I don't have to. Once I got my foot in the door, now I'm comfortable. And you comfortable? I'm not gonna come over there and fucking destroy your shit just because you get your bad breath at. And say it. Let, let's let's just break it down. I'm, I'm gonna break down the show. Let's start the podcast off by breaking right. down uh, insecure. Molly, I really dislike Molly. She's ugly as hell to me. She's so fucking ugly, but she got a body out of this world. She don't really got no titties. But for a skinny girl, she got those nice titties for a skinny girl. But she got, like, the fucking Trina, real big Meg Thee Stallion, I should say, type of ass back there. Like, that motherfucking nice. Her body is nice. Okay. And real. She's a pure whore. Yeah. She's a pure whore, and she thinks highly of herself. And she thinks she's better than what she is. She's a lawyer. So she's she's a successful black woman. She's getting money. And she has a nice body. So she thinks... Very highly of herself. Most whores do. Yeah, and and watching that, if you just look at it and look at like Issa's character and look at Molly's character, and even look like look at all four of the women in there, like you can see the paradox or whatever of just like it don't matter or just of just growing up, you know what I'm saying for a woman, and you can just see the different types of women that they are, the different type of struggles. Like you think your life is good because you marry and you finna have a baby, but y'all low key miserable. I, you single fucking everybody you want to fuck, you hate it. 
you in a five-year relationship, everybody's low-key jealous of you looking at you like you goals and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. and you just see all that shit have play up against one another and you just see it, like, you're just seeing that shit play out in different, like, in different different viewpoints or whatever. Because, you know, they talk about each other. So it's like how that shit is in real life. Yeah. Like, we looking at our homies, saying, saying this about our homies, but what is it really saying about us type of shit? Mm-hmm. So it's a great made show, uh, great soundtrack, great acting, Great character development. Um, don't know how I slept on Insecure for so long, but I know how I know. I was in a relationship, and like all men doing relationships, your girlfriend tell you, she say, you should watch this show. And you be like, man, I don't want to see that shit. Because like you said, you saw one episode, turns you off. Mm-hmm. They all, women are bad at picking the right thing to introduce their man into or try to. I think to they try to deliver a message when they do it. They're like, I think you should watch this episode. You trying to tell me something? That's how I looked at it. Bitch, I don't want to watch this shit with you. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? That's what you want to say, but I ain't say it. So that's how I thought it would be. But go ahead. They introduce an artist to you with a breakup song. So you like... You know how to understand the lyrics, right? You be like... <laughs> like, like Sis ain't got no other... What's that? Ain't got no other song? Oh, when they, they play it and they sing it loud as fuck. You be like... I hear the lyrics. You know I did that one time with Lil Wayne, How to Hate a Bitch. You ever heard that song? But T Baby like, how to hate a bitch? I woke up in the morning playing that shit. She came in the room, she was like, Oh, how to hate a bitch, huh? Oh, okay. I got I was like, no, this ain't about you. I turned that shit off fast as hell. But a woman look in your face and say, Yeah, uh-huh, nigga. This is about you. Like Meg looked in the camera and said, Tory Lane shot me. Yeah, she told his ass. Keep on playing. I was spinning your ass. Don't do whole shit. You already did some whole shit by shooting a woman. I said this before. Everybody wanted to jump on the bandwagon of you a whole ass nigga, Tory Lane, blah blah blah. Shut the fuck up. Y'all ain't say nothing then, don't say nothing now. But like I said, it didn't matter how it happened. But then when you hear how it happened, you just like, dude, you're really a bitch ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? And then just the things that you hear about the internet, like she was forced into that because people actually in the comments and shit like, Oh, they ain't no like no bullet wound, they ain't this and that. They they allow the internet to dictate their responses. I can't say that I'm any better because I probably would too when you're just watching somebody you know is a fucking nerd behind a fucking phone just writing some shit about you and you just like, man, you a bitch. I really want to, you know what I'm saying? I saw like some Canadian white chick talking about, yeah, fuck me. She a snitch. She saw her in real life. She wouldn't say anything. She would about face and walk away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, then 6 9 he was uh the next day. He was in a cop playing her music about Meg the Stallion, my new favorite artist. Like, shit like that, man. It's just a clown society we in now, man. And, and like you say, that's, that's the fucked up part because those are the people that she really talking to and, and trying to explain something to yeah. and justify something to. Like, I never... You can tell by the way she walking, something happened to her foot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, whether she stepped on glass, whether she got shot or whatever, something happened. Like, I don't think you should have to... It's fucked up that in the world that we live in, she really got to show it. And she really got to actually get out and, and say the shit that she's safe. And then she took the picture down, too. Yeah. My 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 thing is, I'm, I feel like, shit smell like a fucking cigar. Yeah, this is your shit, too. It is? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, big as a cigar, too. My, my, my thing is, I'm, I'm perplexed about how the reaction that people have as if we didn't know that Tory shot Meg like three weeks ago. 
So now that everybody is saying, oh, the man need to go to jail, he need to do this, need Get to do deported. that. Yeah, like everybody is like bashing Tory when it like mom was the word. It wasn't nobody saying shit for weeks. Like With it was copycat just society, man. It was just like swept. That's why I kept saying like like swept under the rug. Like nobody, you can. That's why I say shoot her because had he beat her, then her face would have been fucked up for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, gunshot on the foot. Don't nobody see that shit now that she's saying like I don't know what he's been doing behind the scenes. I haven't seen anything or read anything, so I don't know what she's talking about when she say that. But if if he just left it alone, the police wasn't even really investigating or nothing like that. Like everybody was just like fucking. They were just gonna leave it alone. So he dumb as fuck for that. But I'm just he's a he he has issues for shooting a woman. He has a lot of issues. Mm. I, I would agree. That's some gay shit, some 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 pussy some pussy shit to shoot a woman. But I'm just surprised at how everybody is like Mario. Why do you? Why are you talking about yeah, this? Somebody named Maxwell Cream. Like who? I be Like then y'all trying to bring Chris Brown into it? Like is you did it? I only with so comparison with I the fight with the with the but with the joke that I was saying. Yeah. That I feel like you better get beat up. Like but that's it. Like I don't think this is the same. And the other thing is, I don't know if this is true. Did you see academics get on get on there and say that the what the whole thing was about? Did you see that part? No. Now academics said he said he got a very reliable source that what happened was basically I'll try to say it real fast. Tori was fucking Meg friend. They was in like a relationship, but they was fucking for a minute. Meg friend caught COVID and had to go get quarantined. While she was going to get quarantined, Meg started fucking Tori, and then they just kept fucking. Supposedly behind the girl back in that Kylie party. That's when the shit hit the fan. Mm. So they was in the car. They was all arguing about that shit. One thing led to another. I'm not sure if if she ran out and he shot her in the foot. He dropped the gun. I don't know. But that's supposedly what, what the story was about. I haven't really heard anybody like giving any credence or, or even talking about what Axe said or bringing it up or nothing like that. Maybe they don't care because it, it doesn't matter whatever she did. Doesn't warrant her being shot. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, but but she still don't get a pass. But Meg has been belong. She's belonged to the streets for a while. So, but when when Bun B was explaining um, the fact that she doesn't have either of her parents or grandparents, so she really doesn't have anyone to love her anymore. So I can I'm not excusing her actions, but I can kind of understand it when you don't really know what love is anymore, and a lot of women. And I'll say this because I've had conversations with women. So the women that I've had conversations with that this applies to, not you who are listening and will be offended. Please don't, because I'm not talking about you. Just talking about the conversations that I've had where they have, they don't know how to love anymore. So they are searching. It's almost like I'll use men where we have mommy issues or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So we look for traits in our woman that our mom would have you know what i'm saying and that's real shit that'll really happen you know what i'm saying so the whole shit and we call it whole shit but maybe she just don't know how to love and you know what i'm saying and she ain't getting enough attention she doesn't get any attention she needs it so i ass always out i love it keep posting it i'm gonna watch it um but uh yeah man maybe that's what it is i'm just trying to find but she's a beautiful woman i don't know if i said yeah. it on the last podcast or whatever but i apologize without makeup yeah, without makeup. She looks great without makeup. Those pictures she's been posting. Yeah. Great fucking pictures. But they yeah. don't matter. Like, they need to hear it from other people. Like, they know. I told you, uh, 
we know people that you know you like fine as hell, you pretty as hell, and they'll be like, Oh, I feel ugly, uh people only notice my body and this and that. You be like, What are you talking about? Or your girl look in the mirror and talk about how her stomach is too fat and you looking at her stomach like the fuck you talking about right you know like that type of stuff so it's just all insecurities to go into insecure does it cover things like that yeah okay all right <coughs> I'm gonna look but uh but yeah man that stuff with uh meg and tori like i didn't think we would still be harping on it but it's just like it's new shit unlocked every week about it you know what i'm saying like do you think tori should say something i think it's nothing that he can say at this point he can apologize and just he can, he can start the process just apologizing and try to get it over with because, or he could just say fuck it and just stay low and just not make music anymore, you know, which that's not going to happen. Eventually, he's going to have to get ahead of it. But I think um, he's fighting the case now. So he's probably, the lawyer, he's probably just listening to lawyers and things now. So he probably won't hear anything until he's probably advised to really uh, or get permission to really speak on it or address certain things. So he's going to just be shit. Get his get bashed, and he should for doing what he did. Uh, Asian doll put something up. She was like, "He definitely shot her." Uh, y'all ain't never been around. I've been around him. For he got he got a bitch ass attitude. He like a bitch ass nigga with his attitude. He already bitch height. He, so he should have known it. He looked like it. He and he act like it a lot. Yeah, he should have known it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a syndrome, bitch height syndrome. Um, so man, I don't oh, know. Man. You know what I'm saying? It was something else. Did you? You listen to Nas? Nas album came out. Did you listen to it? I did not listen to the album. I listened to the song with Dirt. What did you think? What did you think? You tell me first. I asked you first. No, you tell me first what you thought. Well, I was disappointed in uh, the, the 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 voice that Dirt chose to use on that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I would prefer more of what he had on Laugh Now, like the the no auto, um, but. He went full blown auto uh, singing Dirk on yeah. that one. I was like, "Nah, that ain't what we need from you on this song with Nas, Dirk. You got to rap. That's, you know you can't rap lyrically with him, but talk about that street shit. Talk about that pain. He that's what Nas was talking about. That was the content in the song. He had he talked about it, but he was harmonizing the shit. I was yeah. just like, "Nah, I can't, I can't feel it." But um, it was, but he was, it was that's that was my beef with it too. Like the singing part is like you're with that. The missing of the moments, like, this is, I feel like he missed his moment. Like, mm-hmm. you with Nas, he's a rapping nigga. He's a lyrical nigga. A storytelling type of rapper. This is your moment to get on this song because it's not going to be heard. Of course, it's going to be heard by your fan base. Yeah. But now you got a chance to get people like Emery, uh, Emery and my brother to be like, Okay, if, yeah. if he can rap, if this is what he can talk about, then I'll fuck with him. But then you get on there, you still do the shit that... They don't even want to hear. Yeah. And then it's like your your true Jasmine fans. Jasmine whining. They're going to say he whining. It's like your true fans. We don't even want to want to hear it. Like, I played it like three times in a row, like, just to get, like, the feel of it or whatever. And it's like, he got, he, him and, uh, let me talk about Chief Keith too. Like, they do that shit where they get off at the end. Like, so they, like, bullshit they first few bars. Then at the end, they start going off. But it's like, it's like a motherfucker, you down by 30 and you, you going a, a 25 point tail. Straight, you mm-hmm. like you still losing by five. Like you ain't, you know, you, you, it's, it's too little, too late. Why, why mm-hmm. you didn't do this in the beginning? So that's how I was like. Man. Why you waste that verse with Nav and Dude? Why you gonna do a verse like that with them? 
for and then do a verse like that with Nas. You need that verse for Nas. Right. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So like and, and and Emery texted me when he saw Lil Dirk on Nas album, he was like, Lil Dirk? Vic Sean? And he was just like, he was done with it. I'm like, all right, he's gonna listen to it. He's gonna listen to that song. And Dirk had one chance for he heard Dirk and turned it right off. He mm. didn't even finish it. I guarantee you didn't finish the song. We're gonna ask him next week. I said, I text him, I said, uh, I want your Nas review. He said, What review? It's the worst album he ever put out. I said, Okay. All right, I see where you at. I told you. But it's the uh, worst album he said? That's what he said. But wow. That, that's what I'm telling you. You're gonna understand a lot wow. next week's show. I promise you. It's gonna be good. I think we're gonna have a good good back and forth, good dialogue. Uh, especially I, from you. You're gonna we're gonna bring it out. That's that's crazy when he said that it's like from what I heard of it. Cause of course that uh, I, I liked it. I listened to the Joe Budden podcast, so a lot of the songs like they played like damn near every song on there, mm-hmm. and a lot of the songs I'm hearing, I'm like, I liked them. When yeah. I when I'm hearing, I'm like, I, I I'll go back and listen to this, and it sounds like some shit that you will listen to again. And a lot of times with with even like with with Joe Budden and DMX, some of their music, like DMX uh, last album, Undisputed. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's a bad album. It's just some shit. That I never play again because I don't have any reason to play it again. But his first shit, Rough Riders Anthem, yeah. just play that shit. I, I can play that shit over and over. It got a lot of replay value and a lot of Nas music. It's like I never listened to even to Jay Z. Uh, a lot of them motherfuckers. Only Big Pun was one of the people who albums I was able to listen to um, all the way through because his his beat selection and, and a lot of things like that. I never heard it. His first one was decent. Like it was. It was it was good, sonically good to the ears. Like, and this is to me one of Nas's better albums. That's sonically with good beats, where you'd be like, I can fuck with this. Like, this some shit I want to hear Joe Budden rap up. Like with Hit yeah. Boy, like I want to. beats. Yeah, these like, beats are for you. I'm listening to his content, mm-hmm. so like I hate the beats, but, but I'm listening to the content. But you mm-hmm. can I'm, with the beats. It's beats that you can hear over again. Like, oh yeah, I got this Joe Budden beats was like. I'm forcing myself to listen to this song just yeah. because I, I like what he's saying. Wayne. But this is an awful beat. You know what I'm saying? Versus a Drake who you be like, regardless of what he say, I can listen to that shit because that beat. You just want to hear the fucking, you just want to yeah. hear that shit. So, yeah, I, I, I got to listen to the whole Nas album. But that Dirk song, good song, but not the Dirk that, that we find that song because we, we keep fucking talking about it. It's War. Uh, now the song with uh, Nav and all of them. Painless. Painless, that's yeah, the name of Painless, yeah. Okay, go check that out. Painless Dirt. That, that's that's the dirt that we want to hear. And you the rap. first verse. We listen yeah. to that and turn it right the fuck off. Yeah. That's what I do. Um, I listen to... Uh, wait, I listen to something else outside of Nas. You are, did, did you listen to that Chief Keep song I sent you? Bang, I, bang? I did. What and did you think? I want your thought on that one. I, I was trying to... I listened to it. I, put, I had one headphone. I, that, that, that shit came on. I'm like, no, nah, I need two. Put the turn the volume up. I was trying to get into it. It was like, you gotta hear that shit with some bass. It I, probably. Are you like, a federalic? Oh my shit! Hey, it's, hey. it's good. It, it was a good fucking song. But once at the end, he started yep. rapping. I'm like, why you came to? I'm 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 30 now. I don't want to hear that, and I don't have sound. So in my AirPods, I don't want to hear federalic sc- scream at me like that. I want to hear you fucking rapping. And and that's what I didn't get, yeah, but man. I I will say this. I'm gonna leave it. I don't wanna. I'm, you can give your. But I'm gonna say this. No, nah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna save off the podcast. I'm not gonna say that. Why are you gonna save it? Save off the podcast. All right. Well, I thought because I've been listening to a lot of. I, 
every time I listen to something, some new from Chief Keith, I'm expecting something at least close to this, and it's the total opposite. Like it's like now it's it's. It's like Chief Keith when he make music now he's just like I know I'm the goat. Fuck y'all, I'm gonna just get a beat and just say whatever. He said that he was like, you gotta pay me for a comment and that comment might be why. You know what I'm saying? He said that in back, back and that's what he do. Like you'll be like, he never comment and then when you do say something, it's like the biggest thing in the world. So he knows that. So he'll just go in the studio like right now and say he'll, he'll turn on a beat and just freestyle it and put it out and it's really awful. This one is the closest that I've gotten from him to old Keith. So mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I have to turn my bass all the way down because it just slammed like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I like it. But like I'm telling you, I've really been listening to that raw wave. That letter in Houston, letter to Houston, yeah. uh, through the wire. Oh, man, I sing my ass off when them songs come on, man. Those are... Uh, that's my shit. So I've been listening to a lot of, a lot of, it's cool. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Rod Wave, Joe. Uh, I know you ain't been playing no button. Um, What? No, go ahead. Um, Yeah, man, that Rod Wave shit, shit cold. Do you think, um, do you think you're going to get a diss track? You think gonna get a beef between him, him and PMB? No, I think once PMB rock, see what they both kind of did was they initially had an issue what, with each other. What about a what we need? Sorry to cut you off it's or whatever, okay. but um, what about a battle? PMB versus Rod Wave. What like songs versus yeah like I, the, the, PMB rock don't got he'll get destroyed. It don't, but it we've had so many verse the verses. To me, in my opinion, I don't think it needs to solely stay with the big names because you're going to eventually run out of the the shock value of a Monica and Brandy. Mm. Like, that shit going to go away. So, why not keep your ear to the streets? You see this shit like this, and then you hit them up. Hey, hey y'all want to settle this shit? You want to you bring your happy shit PMV versus your sad shit right away and let's see who got who got what like just some undercard shit or something like that like just to keep that shit maybe more fresh and more interested for the younger viewership. I get it. I wouldn't I wouldn't dare tune in. Um like so I I'm, I'm a fan of Rodway's music. I'm not a fan of him to like really dig deep into his story. Like I fuck with young boy, I fuck with Dirk. Like so I I look into that shit. But like um PMB Rock, I think it, it won't be a beef because, like you said, when he kind of he kind of did what I I ain't no bitch ass nigga, but I wasn't even talking to you type shit. When he like I'm talking, you make you talk, you make music for the trenches. I'm not talking to niggas that make trench music. I started that, you know what I'm saying. So if you want to take that that way, but then he like, well fuck you too if it's fuck you. So I'm like, all right, you had to put your chest back out. But I think with stuff like that, when it happens. You would generally see like no one, nobody else says anything about it, and then it just fade away. I think that's what's gonna happen with uh with those two. But PMB Rock, like I definitely, definitely is not a fan of his music. Like Young Boy New Song, which with, one with Migos? The yeah, I've been heard that one. Yeah, that's old. yeah, I fuck with that. Uh, the video is new. The song been out for a minute. He his new songs actually all in Casey talk, and um it's another one. I got all of them. Yeah. I think his you album, know? yeah, I fuck with Young Boy. His album came out already. No, nah, well, it's coming it come out. out on eleven. Okay, and everybody was comparing him to Roddy Rich. It's already number one on Apple Music. I seen that for the pre for the, the for the pre. Yes, yeah. yes. 
He got a he got a diss song too with uh Vaughn. It's on YouTube. He kind of dissing him. Uh, dissing like, Vaughn? Yes, yes. He going at Vaughn. Uh oh. He only said something really. He, he said it real quick. So it wasn't nothing to really like. If you don't know the history, then you wouldn't catch it. Like when Vaughn, like, I guess I seen Vaughn like, said something like, "Uh, these motherfuckers rapping, they already doing something. Yeah. They ain't really doing the shit they talking about." Whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause he was on, um, I guess he was he on like, fucking um, cut that young boy shit off or something like that, right? Right. When he said he was like, "These yeah. niggas ain't really doing what they." That was over a year ago though. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of started like that with them playing. I think they did a song together, and then he like tell young boy bitch ass to drop that song. He kept telling him like drop that verse, and he just ignore it. And he was tagging them. And you know how Chicago niggas talk. You call your homies bitches and all that. And people really thought they was beefing. But young boy never said nothing. But they had asked his homies about it one time. And he was like, man. <coughs> and even they said, he was like, man, niggas ain't really like that. They ain't really got no, they don't want no smoke with us like that. But they wouldn't directly address it. But after he, uh, Vaughn was with his uh, ex and shit. Uh, and uh, he said that shit about, I'm going to make sure my daughter fuck. I'm going to make sure my son fuck your daughter. Shit on the Twitter on the on Instagram shit they felt that that was directed at Vaughn. Then Vaughn put that little clip of that tell him drop the low that shit and it just went from there. But he on the song you can hear him say he like these dog asshole dog asshole fucking all my ops because she was fucking the other dude that young boy into it with too. Mm -hmm. So he said that and he was like uh, puss ass uh, nigga uh, mad because I don't want to give him a feature. You know what I'm saying? He mad about a feature, tweeting about a feature. I'm like, he talking about Vaughn with that shit right there. You know what I'm saying? And the song, he coming in that bitch, he like, yeah, seven bodies in my city. Tell a nigga I did that. So he like, nigga, I got bodies too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I fuck with both of them. So I wanted to just blow over. No, over. man, who no, you got? Man, who you got? Over. I want that shit to blow over. It's some real life shit? Or it's some just music shit, music shit. Music, I'm going to go with Vaughn. I gotta go with Vaughn. Um, so in the dish, you think he a better rapper than a young boy? Was young boy one of those people who say just got flow? Or you think he can actually rap? Young boy can rap. It's just hard to like with the, through his accent and with the harmony and shit. Like when you really listen to him, mm -hmm. he really be saying. But like sometimes I listen to young boy. I'm listening to the melodies and the tone and the beats and shit. So like when I actually hear him say something, I'm like, damn, he actually said something. So, like, certain songs, you actually sit down and listen to it. He be saying shit. Vaughn ain't really saying shit. You know what I'm saying? They the same kind of rapper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You really, want, you really want, like, all real hard content from them niggas. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, when they, get, when they do that, they deliver. You know what I'm saying? So, when it came to, like, a diss, like, do you think they both get, of them be cold. You think they could diss each other and just keep it on? on no. No way. <laughs> no way. No way. First off, hey, I don't think that anybody dissing Vaughn, I really believe that, like, they got a problem. Like, but young boy the same way. Like, same shit. Man. It's the same shit. I would hate for them to clash. You know what I'm saying? That's one of them things where I was like, no limited cash money. Keep the niggas apart from each other. Just have all make music. Mutual respect for one another right. type shit. Because young boy and T Grizzly had, uh, had their little thing, but I fuck with T Grizzly. But even when, um, like, Melly. Young boy and Melly ain't used to fuck with each other, mm -hmm. so I think that's where that Vaughn shit really stemmed from. You know, I don't think it's all like connected. That's that's a nigga, you know what I'm saying? But like certain people, you just don't want to see, like you know what I'm saying, get into it, man. I don't want. Speaking see of that. T Grizzly, his Detroit brethren put out a song with Nipsey Hussle. Did you hear it, man? 
Who was the Detroit Brethren? The, uh, Big Sean? Big Sean? Yeah. No, I didn't. It's a great song, man. I ain't listening to Big Sean. Nipsey verse was, was, was cold, and Big Sean just got off, like... Big Sean can rap for real. Yeah, he, and he showed it. Yeah, I be saying every time about I'm like, Big Sean can rap, nigga. What you talking about? Yeah. Like, he, he just think anybody that's new is trash. We'll talk about that next week, but yeah. Big Sean, Ben can rap. It's new? Yeah, just he just put it out today. I think he put it out today. Or he put it out Friday or something like that. I just heard it today. How about I think that? he got an album coming out. Good fucking song, man. I'm going to check it out. Send we, it to me. And we talked about Nas's album without bringing up Hove, who just... I still ain't heard that song. It's a bad song. It's terrible. So it's his first bad release? I'm not a whole fan. I think Hoes I think Hoes had a couple bad releases. Come on, woke Hove. Yeah, this 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 the first universal release where everybody be like, nah, you could have kept that one in the, in the, in the in the vault. This one didn't have to release, and this just enforces the little rumor that Hove steps on everything that Nas puts out because this shit was fucking trash, and it was no need to put it out. It it it's like the world didn't need this from Pharrell Hove, neither one of them. And if Hov wasn't as big as he was, this some this some legacy hurting shit with how bad this shit is. Yeah, oh, okay, I gotta listen to it now. It's, it's, I ain't seen the trending or nothing nowhere. It's bad. So, like it's just it's just like why did you put this out? Like that type of shit it is. And man, Hov, I really want to know what it is. Like what what's Hov thing with Nas, man? Nas gonna die, and Hov gonna get into a car accident and be critical. For like a week, he gonna step on what Nas' death, man. Man, Nas eat to the ass. He go that shit. It's just one blemish on his record. He just never gonna let it go, motherfucker. <laughs> Nas gonna have a baby. Hov gonna get B pregnant immediately. Like nah, fuck that. That shit funny as hell. Grown men being petty. Speaking of that, at work, this old ass lady is mad at me. Because I I had I I told her that she needed to pick up her speed in what she was doing. She's fear won't even talk to me no more. Furious, I'm like looking. I'm like, you're like 60, 60 plus. No, you're like, almost seventy. Yeah. Yep. You really got an attitude. You really got an attitude with me right now. Yep. Seventy and hold a fucking grudge. Won't let it go. Yeah, like the type <clears throat> of motherfucker that'll call corporate on you or. Or just snitch on everything. You be like, yeah. are you serious? Yeah. All I said was move faster. Uh-huh. Like, you gonna, your whole bones can't move faster. So that's why you mad? Yeah. I don't understand these. Listen, when you get a job, every job I know says one thing. They ask you, can you perform the capabilities that this job requires? You all, everybody clicks yes in order to work at this job. And a lot of jobs in retail will tell you, can you lift over, it'll be 30 pounds or 50 pounds. So you have to click yes. So the fact that you work with certain people, and I get that, yeah, you're supposed to be a gentleman and shit. But sometimes women take it too far. Where it'd be like, all right, what did your job description say? Because it said you was going to have to lift some shit. Man. Like, I ain't going to be lifting everything. And you, there's no way you can say that without being a dickhead and being like, hey, bro. Exactly. You I'm just, not. So you just keep trying to be nice. Yeah, nice like, and it don't work. I just, I just, motherfuckers <laughs> say, be like, can you pick this up? I'd be like, all right, I got it. And I'll just walk away and never do it. Man. That's my way of doing it. But I really want to be like, no. What it? <laughs> like, what is this? Wait, you walk away and don't come back? <laughs> no, I'm coming back. I'm not coming back. 
just don't come back. And, like, this bastard never came back. <laughs> and I'll avoid your ass for like a good 45 minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> like a text message, man. Just forget about <laughs> it. Me. Just forget about it, man. Me, I'm going to do it reluctantly and be like, no. Nah, oh. I'm past that point, man. I'm past nah. that point in my life. I'm not doing this because you're not going to do it for me. Man. You wouldn't do it for me. You know what? What's uh, your job description? Uh, <laughs> hold on. I'm sorry, man. Stop telling people. Um, so that's what I, I have. Like, so I'm the store manager. I got an assistant. Same thing. She has to be in her fifties. Subtle flex, Scott. Homeowner. Oh my god. Store manager. No man, I'm just I'm just a regular guy. No I'm man, just a vendor. You're not a jag. I'm just a, <laughs> not a jag. <laughs> just a vendor, man. Look, so we got your jab. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a v. Just Hobby. a vendor. Hobby. <laughs> Have like now, fuck. Um, <laughs> dim lights, mood lights. I'm high as fuck. You're high, Javi? Yeah, we're back. Uh, <laughs> what are we drinking? What What are we smoking, Javi? Yeah. Uh, I got a regular OG. I don't know what that is. I'm. I'm. Let me. Let me <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me get into this, man. One thing I fucking hate about 2020. Is the emergence of all you weak ass part time wannabe smokers? I don't consider myself a smoker, smoker. Some people do because of the amount that I smoke and how much I smoke. But I don't like to consider myself that because I don't feel like I've been smoking that long. So I don't want to put myself in that category. But I'm not in the category of you new fucks. Like all y'all who came up with the with the za and what was that before? Like was it just the word exotic before? Yeah. Like. Y'all are fucking lames. Y'all are idiots. I really hate everybody that started smoking or picked up the habit of smoking in 2020. It's no blunts anywhere. It's like the mm-hmm. only blunts around are like four kings and like badass real and badass game blunts. Dutch. And stuff. Yeah, Dutch is like all the blunts that you do. Like what is... I got one of these. This is like gold. Yeah. I, I smoke the best weed out this black sweet. I'm like, what? what is wrong with y'all? What, what the fuck? What is wrong with y'all weed smokers and weed dealers? Buying cases what, of blunts. What is OG? Somebody said I got OG. That's it. Is that a is that a is that a strain? OG? Uh it's uh, uh we may have went to the same person. <laughs> I think we did. Cause I was like, OG. I was like, yeah, some OG, I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm like, okay, no name in. All right. Then I asked them about I'm um, like, what exotics you got? And they, we were talking about the prices. And motherfucker had uh, biscotti and um, runts. I picked biscotti. I like the runts better. So I only got a tray five of the runts, and I got the rest in biscotti. So he had more biscotti. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I already want those biscotti. Let me just get some OG. It was literally just some OG. So when they got it, I watched them bag it up. Big chunks. But when I got mine... It was watered down. I'm like, it's sm- where the big nub. <laughs> so he's putting it only in, he called them 56s. I was like, what? So that's two zips. So I'm like, oh, okay. That's what, so that's where all the big nuggets go. He sell it by that. So I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But to speak to your points, I've seen, I saw somebody smoking some shit called <laughs> Obama Runts. I was like, okay, now I'm getting upset because I'm with you. Where y'all getting this weed from? Who is selling this weed? And like I said, I'm smoking fucking White Owls. 
And I am pissed off about it. I am tired of smoking badass, quick-burning white owls, uh, bad flavors. All the grapes are available. Why y'all black-ass them by grape? And Optimos and shit. I'm like, I don't want that shit. They buy, Nothing like, there. What is I going on? I want no Swisher. On? Like, even when I went to, but I did go to the tobacco shop that I normally go to. And they have everything. They didn't have shit. And he was like, pretty much, they put orders in. And they haven't been getting their orders because a lot of this shit has been closed. You know what I'm saying? Like, because of COVID. So, COVID is fucking everything up. The price of weed and everything. I do got my little low-key spot. I ain't going to say it, but they got every every flavor that you want. Mm-hmm. And every, from game, that they got diamond and everything on that motherfucker. So, I, still, we have it. They still the, got their oh, okay. low-key, though. No, not a lot of people know about it. So, I need to go up in there before that shit become mm-hmm. a, the spot. And you go up and you're like, damn. It's just like a gas station when you go up in there. Same place. Same kind of place I used to go yeah. to out in Carroll Stream. He said that they wasn't receiving their shipments. He had no games. And I like games because, like, I like the game diamonds. I like the black sweets mainly because, like, see, people in the infatuation with stuffing your blunts with at least two grams. Get your stupid ass out of here. You keep on burning and blowing through your weed, smoking. You going to get the same. We the same high. When you get through half of that blunt, you high. You can't get no higher. You just study fucking smoking, and now you just, you just unhappy. You just smoke, you smoke so damn much, you don't feel like you even have no more. You know what I'm saying? That's what's happening. So, like, sitting a game. There, sitting there with a stomach ache. Exactly. You all fucked up. You can put a gram in the game, roll that motherfucker up, get you a nice fat blunt, get you nice and high. It's all Look about your this. pools, people. All about your inhales you know and exhales. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to smoke a backwood. I'm just done with all of it. You people, stop. Please, as a community, as a community of weed smokers, can we stop paying $125 for a half? Can we stop? Please. I $125? I, I, I was mad at 120 But I was like, you know what? I'll be progressive. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to be that, oh, it was, it was this price when I was buying it. So I don't want to fuck with it at this price. I understand. People got to get their money too, whatever. But the 125 is just like it's insulting to me. <laughs> because first of all, the 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 bank ATMs don't dispense out fives. So you making me who the fuck carry fives in their pockets. So I gotta go I gotta make an extra stop at a Walgreens or something. Or I gotta get extra money and still go to I gotta make a stop somewhere. If to I break, want to break to break a twenty, cause you want a five. Man. Like just keep it at 120, but like we need to stop paying 120 for that shit. The highest that shit should be is 110. Well, I do have the luxury of cash out, so I cash out. Cash. So I don't have to carry no cash no more. But I used to hate when I had to drive out west, go to the bank, get cash, break the thing, break it. I'm like, you got some change? This motherfucker want to pull out soggy ass dollars and shit. I'm like, man, I don't want that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? But. Not at like, but I see why. Because I told you I was going to look at some dispensaries. Mm-hmm. I looked at the fucking dispensaries, nigga. Let me tell you something. A tray five was $70. I said, okay. Damn! Right. So I went to 14 grams, 284 half. Oh, okay. I said, okay. I bought me a zip for 225 today. It was, he, I was like, 240? He was like, I get to you for 225 because I said, all right, fuck it. Let me get it. So I bought the whole zip. When I looked at that shit, I said, okay, I see why. And it was some shit that was like, I ain't even heard of. It was recreational. I looked at like five different ones, same shit. Even Lil Wayne's site, where it's weed, mm-hmm. same shit. So that is the going price for a Trey 5 recreational. 
70 bucks without tax. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? You like... It, that may be just... I wonder if it's like that in Vegas or if that's just like some some exploded Chicago prices or mm-hmm. some shit like that. But if it's like that in Vegas, I might have to pass. I might just buy me a trade five and just smoke peach but, off that shit. Well, I don't know. In Vegas, when I go to the smoke, when I go to the dispensaries, like, I get... I just be so enamored and, and, and overwhelmed by everything that's in there. So I wind up getting like... The the best thing I got in Vegas was a pack of cigarettes. It was five pre-rolls in that bitch. I got that. That shit was like five for like 25. I got that. I get like a big ass, like maybe... I mostly get pre-rolls. So I probably get like eight pre-rolls. And them bitches be like $15, $20 or something like that for a pre-roll. For Depend- a roll, right? Yeah, depending on and how... And that's what... It's a gram. Yeah, depending on how big that shit is. I'm like, whatever. Then I'll probably just get a tray five, and them bitches only be like, like forty five. Like at the most I can remember, maybe like forty, because I buy a lot. No, nah, that I, purple punch you brought me was seventy. The receipt's still on there. Seventy tray five. That shit was seventy dollars. Maybe because I buy so much, I don't never really be feeling like I walking out of there with like a five hundred dollar bill or nothing. That shit always mm-hmm. seems like it's like three hundred, if at the most, maybe like three. But I feel like I walk out of there with like like a kid in a candy store. You like, damn, with fifty cent I got it's the pre rolls. Yeah, it's like yeah. so I be like I be always be, be cool, but in the pre rolls they last too. Like you really, oh yeah, smoking them bitches. You be like, cause them bitches be hidden for real. So. Yeah, it's just them when you when you buying them tray fives. You looking at the prices like so. I see why, and I'm looking at motherfuckers. That's all motherfuckers is wanting to buy. Like I never understand it. Like if I can give you, if I can get a zip. I have a zip for one twenty five. Why would I keep buying a fucking uh, tray five for forty? Like, why would I do that to myself? You shorting yourself on a whole three point five. So like, um, I don't understand it. But I did the math. I was like, okay, so if I bought two zips and I paid four, let's say four fifty, mm-hmm. I paid four fifty for that shit, and I sell eight tray fives for forty dollars, three hundred and twenty dollars, right? I pretty much have paid one hundred and thirty dollars for my whole zip, just off of buying that and selling. I I got one motherfucker I know. If I bought a zip right now, I could sell all eight of them tray fives to him within a week, because that's <laughs> how he gonna buy his weed. And I'm like, <laughs> I might do that next time, just so I can get my weed for cheaper. I'm gonna start selling that shit to niggas like that who just want to keep smoking tray fives, and they gonna keep blowing through them because you rolling big blunts. You know what I'm saying? So. I can understand the prices. I was looking at this shit. I'm just like, man, wow, that shit is crazy. I zoned out again, so I would say explain your math again. But I'll just re-listen to it. Like, I did the math already, so if you would like no, me to No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying it was wrong. I just said I was just zoned out. So I'll I was tell like, you. No, no, it's okay. Okay, because I, I did I'll, the math. I'll re-listen to the show and like you. All right, and then you'll see. You'll do 3.5 times 14. You want me to do it in my fucking head like I'm it's a calculator? You. I just gave you the answer. That's what it was. Oh, 3.5 times 14 is, yeah. is dance? Yeah, that's how I got it. It's 8. I take your word for it. <laughs> Pull up my calculator. No, whatever, man. And while you keep on talking, I'm going to show you. Do you want to continue with your with your hobby story about the, the old white lady at your job? You know what? And it's actually 49. Um, So, that was wrong. I'll, I'll go back to my math. I'll explain my math off air. Hey, man. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, to go back into what you were saying about that bitter holding on to a grudge, I uh my assistant manager, so like she's been working in that store for the longest. Uh well I'll say that. I'll say it's a woman. Uh I don't say it that way. She's been working at a lo- she's been working at a location for a while and she's she's like they become 
They they expect things. They expect to be given things, um, and they feel like because they've been doing something for so of their long, tenure. Yeah, because of their tenure, like it's something that should be rewarded rewarded for it. Uh, attitude is absolutely terrible. Uh, the very first time I met the person, rude as fuck. Rude as fuck, slandering my character, all kind of things now. And I'm like, I've been nothing but nice. I, but we had one run in where I had to establish dominance. And I just told her, like, pretty much, like, you're not just going to keep treating me like shit. Establish dominance. You got to establish dominance in places. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, all right, I'm letting you feel like you're in control. But, okay, now I have to establish dominance. You know what I'm saying? Let you know, like, hey, I'm in charge. You know, and... And that's what happened with yeah. that other white lady. It's like, you, you sit back and you be like... I'm I'm your boss. You know what I'm saying? Like you're under me. Yeah. And the second that I have to let you know that I know it's gonna be a problem, like you said, we be. And I guess I feel like I learned that from you and Josh. It was like you try to make it, you try to make that the last resort. You try to do that at the very very end because you never want to ruin that relationship because it can become a a great working relationship mm-hmm. if you become friends. Then maybe I can get you to do more. Although yes. I know I'm have to take a loss. On the back end with some shit because you're gonna be slacking because you think we cool. Yeah. But I can get the most out of you versus coming in and saying, as you say, establish dominance. I gotta write out notes. I gotta say this specifically. I gotta follow yeah. up behind you. Then, then now you want to be technical. Now you want to be like, well, technically I did this. Now I gotta just go through too much. Yeah. I'd rather just become cool with you, let you think that you are in charge. Right. Follow your lead and let's be happy. Yeah. But. Like I say, some people like that. It doesn't work because as soon as you say something, you challenge them or anything they don't agree with, they hold on to it. Now it becomes uncomfortable. Now I feel uncomfortable even being around you. Mm. When I walk in, I say good morning. It's awkward. Now I'm just, I'm just waiting on you to fucking leave. And I'm the boss. It shouldn't be that way. Right. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I need you to do this and... That's just how it's going to fucking be. Sitting there holding no shit from a week ago. Like, yeah. And you wrong. Right. <laughs> Man. Whatever. Dead wrong. The, 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 we got a whole fucking three hour podcast about the, the pains of being a manager and dealing with you. The average person, I tell people all the time, there's certain jobs I feel like people in, in their life should have just so they can see how people are. One of them is a mover. Because you people out there are fucking disgusting. Y'all nasty and y'all stupid. <laughs> Movie. I, I, I think I think everybody should work <laughs> nasty and stupid. <laughs> 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 wow. Damn. Damn. Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons. <laughs> This nigga said nasty and dumb. I'm like, wow. There's <coughs> no in between now. You go from nasty to dumb. You've all fucked up. Oh, man. Okay, but go ahead, man. I'm sorry. The second job is working at, the, at a movie theater. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, everybody, that, and, we, and we've done it on ourselves as well. Everybody loses IQ when they come to the movie theater. You can talk about what movie you want to see. When you come up there, you're going to do this. And pay attention when the movie theater's over back up. They're like, what movie would you like to see? You're going to say, uh, uh. <laughs> like, bro, I'm looking for Right, I just heard you in the aisle talking about you wanting to see this new movie. Then you're going to ask what the movie's about. Then you're going to get to the concession stand. 
And I'm going to ask you, you want a large mega combo? And you going to tell me, nah, I want a medium with two large drinks. I'll be like, the same shit. It's going to be more. Nah, man, it's too much popcorn. Alright, man. Then we make it. Then you, then you like, fuck it. 25 cent difference. I'll just get the large. That's not the problem, though. Problem is the drink selection. The problem is everything. People lose all sense of everything when they come to the movie theater. Yep. Motherfuckers out there they don't know their left from right. Your theaters to the left. Motherfuckers go right. They they can't read letters. I saw a little boy literally run out of a movie theater past six garbage cans to make it to the bathroom and threw up all over the bathroom floor and the wall. Like I think everybody should experience the stupidity of humans. When you're moving and when you're working at the movie at a movie theater, talk Be- about nasty at movie theaters. The yeah. way, the way they just do the seats, popcorn, like it's some real pigs. Trifling. Like, what kind of person are you? And then if you got a good memory, you know who actually was sitting there. Yeah. And it be it'll, it'll be surprising to you the people that you know was sitting there that did some shit like that. Like y'all are nasty when y'all go, and it just be like what? I was a fat Hispanic. <laughs> that was most of the time. That's where it was. At, at uh, Grand, Grand Central. Y'all used wow. to sit y'all fat ass there have greasy, greasy oil popcorn fingers all over the seats. Mm. You're just like, why would you do something like this? Are you eat out of a bucket with your mouth, not your hands? What's wrong with you? And, yeah, and with that, just experience, and experience like trying to manage other people. And just hearing how, how somebody will look at you in your face and be dead ass wrong and just be passionately arguing, you'd be like, How do I tell this adult? It's just be like, You hear what you're saying? You're like, older than me. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking that maturity should come with age. You are acting like a fucking child right now. Over nothing. Blowing your fucking. I'm like, Are you still doing this? And you got to keep a straight face and be professional in this, in this, in this time. You'd be like, are you? You the only thing you want to say is like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Like, get the. Yeah. You really want to say, get the fuck out of my face right now. Like, and I've had someone tell me that you told me, get the fuck out of my face. And I'm like, it, I was like, okay, see, that was just like, I couldn't believe that. I'm like, see, now I have to record our conversation, have a witness when we talk, <laughs> because I can't believe you would say something like that. Look me in my face and said, oh yeah, you did. Yeah, you did say it. <laughs> Then took one step close to get close to my face. As they tell people that I'm getting in their face. I'm like, here's cameras that work. This is the first time I want the cameras. Now I'm like, yeah. is there cameras back here? <laughs> so y'all see this woman stepping into my face. And so, and then going to go in there and say, I got this big black guy trying to fucking uh, assert his authority over my little old white self. Like, oh, man. It looks like pure trash. Yeah. Pure trash, teeth yellow. Like, it's know, always chewing, those people yeah, chewing on some live with a bunch of cats. Just come to work yeah. just to start shit. <laughs> like, man, man what your man at? Oh yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. I won't say that. But anything dealing with the public, I, I think people should experience that a lot. Like not and and experience it in the way that a lot of people have to experience it in terms of this is their livelihood. Not experience it in just some shit that you can work at and quit so you don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Because when this is your livelihood you got to deal with some of these dumb people who... And, and coupons with customers. Customers are the dumbest people. And y- y'all are so gullible. All somebody got to do is throw a sale price on something or give you a coupon and you motherfuckers is going to buy. I- I've literally had people, the coupons say $10 off of 30 
They shit twenty dollars. I'll be like, oh, I got a ten off of thirty. Well, let me grab a couple of more things and throw yeah. it on. And I'm like, now I'm not a mathematician. Maybe it is working out better for you, but you're buying things that you don't need. You'll use a twenty percent coupon. Are you a motherfucking cashier up and down over a twenty percent coupon on a five dollar item? Yeah. Do you understand what you're really gonna get off of this? Why won't you save it for a bigger price item? Mm-hmm. No, well, I need my coupon. What, like, <laughs> are you serious? They dead ass serious. Or the mm-hmm. motherfucker who look at the uh, the shit that's normally a uh, dollar fifty or or two dollars, <clears throat> but it says two for five. They always oh, I got to get two of them for getting for five dollars. You know that's supposed to be one ninety nine. It's two fifty when you buy two of them, correct? All right, I understand, but you wouldn't know that unless you are the one doing the prices. You know what I'm saying? So that's the working in the retail part to where, like, I walk in places and I'm not going to fall for it. Like, the uh, company I'm with now, they got these chips. They, they got their brand chips. It'll be like a 10 for 10 sale. Buy 10 of them and you get them for a dollar. But if you don't buy 10, you still get it for a dollar. Most motherfuckers don't know that. They just got I'm about all of it. There's some water like that I be seeing. That's just, it's a dollar. And uh, when I was at uh, Jewel, that shit, it's a, it, it's a, the water, my skin, that shit is a dollar. Yeah. But the tag say 10 for 10. Like, the marketing, man. I can, mar- it's a lot of jobs where I, I, I feel very, I look at myself, I, was, I feel very highly of myself. And I feel like I'm very capable of doing anything. And marketing is one of those things. But it's one of those fields where I feel like you got to. Get to like the I don't want to start from the ground level with shit because I don't feel like my talents is ground level worthy. So it's like, but I feel like I can be great at marketing shit for for people. But it's like I'm lazy, so I don't want to start from the ground. Yep. If I can start in the middle, like like let me market some shit and just come in and be like like have TV shows be like I step in some shit like that. I do that shit. I do anything if I could just come in and be like, hey, just recognize my greatness. Like you ain't gonna have to train me or nothing like that more than. No more so than the other guys, but off on a tangent about stupid fucking people, a bad weed overpriced, stupid mm-hmm. fucking people that you have to work with, manage, just stupid people in general. What else? What fucking else? Idiots. We got stupid idiots. We got uh, we can get serious and talk about the the another fucking act of uh, like unbelievable shit, like watching the cop. Uh, grab a man by his fucking shirt, yank him back, and fucking shoot him in the back eight times. Seven. Like, they say his father said today there was eight bullet holes in his back, eight. even though he reported seven. Mm. You know, and he's gonna be paralyzed, but they don't know if it's permanent or not, but he's currently, like. All for trying to do the right thing and break up a uh, skirmish. Broke up a domestic, right, a right. D- domestic dispute. And like you say, you just become the, like, but that's what I always say is, like, you shouldn't have to feel like, all right, the police said this, I have to always comply. Even if I know I'm not wrong, even if I know I'm right in that case, we still feel like we have to always comply and make them feel like empowered, feel like they're empowered. But in most cases, that's probably what it is. You're just like, all right, man, I'm sick of this shit, man. I told y'all I ain't had nothing to do with it. I don't know what happened. Let's just say we still don't know that. But like, just in that instance, if it's something like that and I'm walking away, and it's it's like a, a establishing dominance. Nigga, you gonna walk away from me? Mm-hmm. And the first thing come to your mind, not, okay, choke me, grab me by my neck, slam me to the ground. Hit me in the fucking back of the head with a stick. You tase me in the neck, tase me in the fucking head. Do something like, you fucking nigga, you know what I'm saying? But you gonna pull out your gun and shoot me point blank range eight times in the back? And As you're holding on to me. As you're holding on to me. I'm not fighting you back or nothing. 
I'm just trying to leave. You know I got saying? nothing to do with this. Now, the fact that those cops aren't arrested lets me know how much steam we've lost since the George Floyd. I but, think they've, I think they've lost their jobs. I, I, they've either lost their jobs, they've been putting on like that leave or whatever. But like you say, at that with that video, Atlanta, they he need got to, locked. He went to jail. Yeah, with that video, and then the way they treated him afterwards, threw him to the ground, still surrounded him, knee to the back, handcuffed him. Like it's fucking ridiculous. Man, the 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 stuff I don't even see it. Like I don't see nothing about it. I don't see. Uh, well, I it, see that it was a. Uh, a bunch of protesters, and they said protesters clashed with police in Wisconsin after the shooting. You know, but like it's the same thing now. You see, you see, like uh, you see a lot of pushing back. You see a lot of fighting back. You see a lot of, but it all stems from what we talked about earlier in the the the, the when we start talking about the protests and the Black Lives Matter movement from the beginning. How it would get watered down by the people who are doing it for their own personal gain. And I think that's what's happened now. Like, a lot of the people that we did have on our side, and if they don't, we don't need them. You know, whatever. We'll get through it like we've always been getting through it. But, like, the people that were straddling the fence, it's easy for them to step over to the other side because they'll see something. And the way they, 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 they'll show it in the media, the looting downtown, the the violence, the you know what I'm saying? They don't understand that it's two different levels. That's not we're we're talking about police brutality. We're not talking about black on black crime. It's two two total different things. It's white on white crime. You know what I'm saying? But that's different. You know what I'm saying? It's hate crimes. All these things are different. And people got to understand that the environment that we're bred in. Like, if you drop a white person into that environment, I would love to see how they would survive in two weeks. To see how a young black man has to survive. They could be Tommy from Power. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're gonna be. They could be called Tommy be, from Power. Or they'd be a motherfucker that. That grows up to be a motherfucking Unabomber or uh, going to shoot up a motherfucking school because they've gotten so bullied and they don't know anything else to do but resort to yeah. wiping a motherfucker out or but, becoming a, a big time racist. But either way, is is always it'll be. I feel like it'll be a bad outcome. Absolutely, versus, it'll turn you into a bad person. But but uh, but versus with us, we are we are all dropped into that environment in, in some sort of way, and we all we don't all turn out bad. Nah. So but that's what I'm saying. But you put but we have in a that. past, and and a lot of times. Our past is hold, held against us, but it's almost like, but they would never understand. And when I do talk to a lot of my uh, white friends or white people that I speak with, I'm just letting them know, like, certain environments, it's almost like, and people say it all the time, and I don't want to sound cliche when they talk about, like, survival instincts, but it almost is that. It's like you have to adapt to your environment. A lot of people, if you ask a lot of motherfuckers in jail for doing a lot of things that they've done, they'll tell you they regret it. They felt like they were doing what they had to do because... That that's what um that's what was required from them within that area. Whether that and it could be and I'm not just talking about like joining gangs, just defending yourself. You have to conduct yourself a certain way to be accepted in those in those environments. And if you're not accepted, then you become a target. And that shit is real. So the like they would you would never understand it. Like trying to grow up in that environment and not having parents to look up to. Your parents at work. So either you either raising yourself or your siblings are doing it. You know what I'm saying? So you don't really have your parents to look. Your stay-at-home mom. We didn't have stay-at-home moms. You know what I'm saying? So you're not getting to stay at home with your mom and, and learn from her or go fishing with your dad on the weekends and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So you look up to the people that's around you and you you just adapt those behaviors because that's what you think. That's, you, that's what you flock to. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people make a lot of wrong choices 
until they get old enough to make decisions for themselves. And most of the time, it takes a lot of discipline for them to have, you know what I'm saying, people in their life who can steer them in the right direction. Everybody that ha- that is successful from those environments has had good support systems, and everybody don't have that, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. And um, it's just sad that we still do. It's sad we still dealing with this shit, but it's not really sad. I mean, until we really do something about it, is nothing's gonna nothing is gonna change. So I mean, yeah, I don't know what what it is that they burnt down or destroyed in over there in in Kenosha, but why not why not do something to that cop? Why like we need to start having real true consequences to some of the shit that they're doing. Like they're making real true, like it's a it's a real consequence just being black. Mm-hmm. They're making that a real consequence. They're making that if you like you say if you don't let me establish my dominance over you, we will kill you. They're making that the consequence. So why can't we make a consequence for them and for the shit that they're doing? Like the consequence can't be burning shit up, yeah, because that's that's not gonna stop anybody. If I do something to you and your consequence to me is you gonna burn my neighbor's house down, you ain't burn mine down, motherfucker, so I don't care. So I'm gonna keep doing what I gotta do because you're not hurting me. You hurting the you hurting your own community in, in most instances. So I feel like this shit ain't never gonna stop until we actually start fucking you know, doing some doing something back to the oppression. Retaliation. Yeah. Well you got Physical. all these groups with these Physical. guns and Physical retaliation. And these trains so are like, why don't they just, you know... They need to start. Snipe them. Take them out. They need to start. It, 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 or it's never going to stop. Yeah. It needs to... Like, <clears throat> there needs to be... My brother used to always say, he said, there needs to be a civil war. It has to be. There's no way around it. And I'm, I, 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 I disagreed with him a long time ago when he told me, but now I feel like there's no way around it. You're not going to listen to reason. You you have to, to, to do something. Something has to be done drastically to let another motherfucker know. It's like a bully beating your ass every day. That's you got to walk up to him with a brick and knock his ass in the head so everybody be like, oh, okay, They now he really is grown up and now he really means business. But that's what a lot of those cops are. They are the guy who went to school with the black guy who bullied them, who made fun of them, who fucked their girl. You know what I'm saying? Who Who... They've seen they they girl sucking dick on on videos. I'm saying it. Maybe I'm being ignorant. Allow me to be ignorant right now. Um, they have all those bad ill wills towards black people. So, what do they do? Join a clan or join the police force? It gives me authority over these niggas. Drop me in their neighborhood. You remind me of that nigga. So now I'm taking my anger out on you because I feel like this badge gives me authority and dominance, and I have this weapon that will blow your black ass away if you don't comply. So, most of those motherfuckers are. Look at them. I agree with that, which Bunch is of, why they shouldn't even be in the neighborhood to begin with. Like, absolutely. Our own kind need to be there because they understand that they're more patient, they're more. But they're there for a reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they want those assignments. Yeah, I want to be in this area. I'm going to make it my business to clean these streets up. I'm going to get these black motherfuckers out of here. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much that's pretty much how it is, man. That's how it's always been. Like, in a, in a hood, we used to name. The officers and shit like they got they got their own names when they used to drive through, and they they wear like a badge of honor like you know who I am, you know what I'm saying I'm bullethead or I'm white like they say their names and shit you be like, who the fuck you think you really you really think that you like that they really are you know what I'm saying and you afraid of them motherfuckers 
Tell your ass out. Better not. When I come back around the block, I better not see you. In it. And I bet you they better not see you because it's not going to be good for you. You know what I'm saying? But that ain't, ain't shit going to change. This is the society we live in, man. Yeah, man. A, and there's a video of a white fucking, white fucking fat cracker with a knife chasing the police. And you just see, like, he's surrounded by, like, five police officers. Don't none of them pull. Don't none of them shoot. Nothing. They run him over with the car. Then they mace him. Then they handcuff him. And they take him to jail. Yeah. But he got a knife chasing, stabbing at the window, steady walking towards him. Nothing happens. Like, it's just shit like that. Like, it's just blatant. Like I said, to me, action needs to happen, man. Think that that's, that's, that's it. Like, all the protests and shit like that, like, it's good, but at this point... They numb to it now. Yeah. You're going to protest, you're going to break shit, and now they're going to tell you... Now, with them knowing that you're coming to break shit, they're not allowing you to do it anymore. So now they're going to say it's consequences for you motherfuckers coming down here and fucking with us. And they, We're not going to have it. In certain states, I forgot the state, but I've seen it's like they made it to where it, I, I don't know right now because we're four, five blunts in, but it was something to the, Kentucky. to the lines of, to the effects of, not the state, but just the what, what they passed. It was like something basically they, they had the right to strip your vote away. If you do something, so I don't know if it was if you if you protest or if you <clears throat> got some type of charge against you for whatever, but they got the right to strip your vote away, and it said they quietly passed that, and it's like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like you sitting up here watching, you watching this man be an idiot on TV every time, anytime. You're watching them blatantly try to steal in another election. Like, it's blatant. You see them when they were taking the mailboxes off of the fucking... Yeah. Like, it's blatant. It's like... I've never seen anything like this shit, bro. This is yeah. really just like some shit like... you like, wow. You can't... If you... When you t- when we tell our kids this shit 10, 20 years from now, they won't believe it. And, and you know, hopefully, it'll be a different end. And it won't be... It, hopefully, it won't be our kids looking up at, up, at us and saying... Why didn't you guys do this? Hopefully, it will be them looking up at us and saying, well, we're proud of you guys for doing this. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be, whatever it may be, use your imagination or whatever. But hopefully, 30 years from now, our grandkids and kids are looking up up at us proud. And they're not necessarily saying some of the things that we're able to say about some of our ancestors. While they did do us a service... They did do us a disservice in certain things that they did. So hopefully that's not said with our generation. Hopefully we can learn and we can be the ones that do the right thing all the way around. And not just do the right thing for us right now, but fuck the generation behind us. Because we need to stop doing that at some point or we'll never fucking prosper. Like one of, certain, A generation has to suffer for another generation to prosper. That's, that's all that's period. Yeah, and we had that. And and yeah. look how this look how it turned out, you know. So, I think this probably will be this generation. They got a lot of balls. I encourage. I I have a lot of respect for the people that get up and go and actually do something. You know. Yeah. Um, I think it will be our generation. I, I yeah. think we'll take. The, I think we're gonna be the ones to bite the bullet and pass the torch along to the young people, and they gonna take that show. That's. I think that's why happen. not. We just seen everything else. Yeah. We just saw everything, man. You know. So. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. But it's it's crazy. Like every time you see it, you just like, how can you defend that? Like, how can anybody look at that and defend that? There's nothing you can say. And that's why I say, like, if he's not arrested, like, it just show you how far we've went back. We went backwards. The guy in Atlanta 
When he did that shit after that George Floyd shit, they made an example out of his ass. Now, the conviction may not be anything. And like you say, they put out that bullshit uh, other video of George Floyd. I guess it was from the beginning or something. I guess it was, I guess he was in tagging that. I don't know. I didn't even watch it because it doesn't, I don't need to see it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just something to just justify the actions where like, oh, well, look, he was hostile. Still don't excuse the fact that you on his motherfucking, you on his motherfucking neck for the time that you was on his neck. It's still unexcusable. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they just do shit to try to justify the actions. Just like, oh, well, look what they did downtown. So? The fuck that mean? Like, does that justify the fact that, like, this man just did what he did? And right. hopefully we can regain traction and this motherfucker did a grand slam. Uh, hopefully we can regain, regain some traction, man, but... I don't know, man. You never know. Turning that off. Uh, you didn't know. All right. Sorry. Your Cubs are losing. Yeah. Say what's say what's happening. Yeah, you gave them a grand slam. This they is history over. in the making, man. We gotta we gotta uh, document. No, nah, that game is over. They're about to lose to Detroit. Uh, Quintana trash. Uh, didn't even know he returned from the DL today. Hopefully, he goes back on it and he's out of Chicago next year. Um, a little bit off the subject. And as you turn to the Dallas game, Luka is very efficient as well. So when he has 43, he only missed like 11 shots. That's that's awesome. To score that many points, to be fucking 18 for 31, like, that's a great shooting night. Like, the man doing all this, shooting over 50%. Yeah. But best of five or best of seven? Seven. Okay. But I they he may not have enough firepower to, to, to take him out. I think he does. I think he can. Uh, I think he is that good, but somebody else got to step up to uh, help him out. But uh, yeah, look at that guy. Yeah, they get their ass off right now. This is an ugly ass motherfucker right there. He look. Are the movie theaters open, man? Yes, I actually went to the movies on Sunday morning. Oh yeah. Yes, I did. What did you go see? I went and saw Unhinged. What the fuck is that? I forget that fucking guy name. I always mix him up with Gerard Butler. Um, Chad Bailey. The other, the fat guy. I think he was in Robin Hood. Ron Perman. That's what it is? Okay. I'm just naming people. You're just saying know. stuff? Yeah. All right. You remember the first Ron Hood? He got like the mole on his jaw, fat jaw ass dude, beard. No. Nah. Yeah. Uh, Forrest Whitaker? No, nah, he's a white man. Um, Forrest Whitaker, uh, I'm not going to bring back Joke of the Week, but. Uh, you need to. You need to have a Joke of the Week. I have anyway. a movie. Well, Unhinged. Unhinged. I went to see that. Fuck you. I don't have one. Um, you have a telephone right there where you can t- you can tell me who's in unhinged, but that's either here nor there. Oh yeah, you know what? Right, I didn't want to see. You know what? How was it going back to the movie theaters? Why you look for the? For I unhinged? enjoyed it. You was know, it a lot of people? or Was it like social distancing? No, nah, it was social distancing. Uh, unhinged. Uh, oh, no, you couldn't wait. You're a movie thought. Yes, I am. <laughs> I, that is my. That is my. That is my outdoor. You know how people like to go out to eat and do things like that once a week? That's your thing. I will go to the movies <laughs> once a week. That is my motherfucking thing. I love it. I'll find any excuse to find my way into a movie theater. You know what I'm saying? I really fucking uh, enjoy it. This guy's name is, uh, pardon me, Russell Crowe. Oh, Russell. He's a great actor. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's a great actor. So... Robin Hood. Um, he was in Robin Hood. Now that you say that, right? That's what I just remember his face on the. You cover. remember that other movie he had three days, uh, three days ago or three days later? No, nah, I haven't seen many of his movies. I just I didn't watch. I didn't even see Robin Hood. I just know he's on the cover. Um, Shut me up. So it was about pretty much like it kind of reminds you of what's going on now. Um, America's unhinged. Pretty much defunding. Pretty much. Uh, pretty much the world. 
Prop Charles Barker, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant. Uh, I'm so fucking high. Pretty much, what's going on with the world caused a shortage in the police department. Okay. So they started to lose control. So it was a spike in road rage. Uh, chain of events. Road rage. Road, road rage. <laughs> so it made me view it different. I was like, okay, I went into it not knowing what the movies was about, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much about. You think that you're having a bad day. You fuck with the wrong person in traffic. You can really have a bad day. <laughs> I want to see that. Yeah. So what he was, was they, the white man with the pickup truck, with the flag in the back. Uh-huh. That's who he was in the movie. Smell shit face when he Smell said. shit. I'm asking you a question and then just took it, took it too far. He took it way too far. But I think. Overall, for what it was, I think it was a solid movie. I really enjoyed my time. How was the movie going experiencing the quarantine, man? That's, that's, that's It's pretty much the same. Those people in there were just spread it out. So pretty much how it is is if it's a row of 10, mm-hmm. I think only maybe if I pick the seat in the middle, you can't sit in that row. So how selfish of me to pick the middle <laughs> section and no one can sit back? <clears throat> so, but I, if you pick the one like on the far left, mm-hmm. then maybe you could pick the one on the far right. No. You know what I'm saying? But you do have to have that gap because I always pick the floor seat right in the middle. Those two seats. Mm-hmm. Those are my seats. So no one's by me. No one's around me. Someone picked the one by the door and only I wasn't people, able to pick those only, seats. Only people that work at a movie theater understand yes. the, the, the greatness of those floor seats. Yes, Because those, those are seats we used to sneak and watch the movie in. Those two floor seats. Yeah, comes, <laughs> yeah. Nobody wanted to sit there. But we realized... This is actually the best place to sit. It's a great view of the screen. Yeah. Great distance. Like being at home. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. No one can sit by you. Handicap seats here. Yeah. I sit right in between handicaps. And I may take one if I need to. And I'll wear my I'll go as far as to wear my mechanical boot into a movie theater. <laughs> Over Simpson. Now, when this motherfucking um Avengers or something like that, the, I'll go in that bitch with the boot on so I can boot? sit in handicap. Yep. Oh man. So one no one sit by me. Classic. You know what I'm saying? That's, How many people was in the theater, you think? Um, I think it was about maybe ten. Because mm. it looked about like Two going all the way up, you know. Do you and think it'd be like? Hands. You think it'd be like that for a, a big movie? You think it'd be like still small like that, or I think it, it has to be because oh, okay. they got the guidelines. You couldn't even purchase the ticket. Like I say, like if I picked the one in the middle, mm-hmm. so the guy picked the one by the door, I couldn't pick the two in the middle mm-hmm. because it was closer to him on the left side. So I had to pick the one to, on the right side and the handicap to the right. Oh, okay. So that so you, it's like you almost have to be at least four to six seats. Uh, seats uh, away from each other, okay. so it was very pleasurable. I purchased my tickets ahead of time. I've already purchased my tickets for Tenant for uh, next Friday, Denzel Sons movie, five p.m. <laughs> RPX. I will be there. Like I buy my shit online through the app. I buy that shit through the app. I buy it in advance, <laughs> right in the middle. Don't sit by me. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's a movie that I really want to see. You know, and I always do RPX. Because, you know, that shit real loud and shit. Like, so I'm like, even if someone's making a little noise, it's so fucking loud, I can drown them out. You know what I'm saying? And I pay, I'll pay that. I pay $13 a ticket just, just to just for the that. RPX. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I take my fucking movie, my movie going experience very serious. I see. Very fucking serious. I'm upset. If someone sits, if someone is even remotely close to me, I'm upset. If you keep rattling through your fucking bag, 
I'm upset. If I hear you chew, I'm upset. If you sit next to each other and you having a conversation, I know you just got the fucking car together that you rolled in on. You've been talking the whole fucking ride. Don't get up in this seat and start talking. Oh, I'm pissed off, man. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I loved it, man. I, I'm I think I'll be there once a week. All these movies about to drop. Well, I didn't know. Well, the reason I'm asking is because I saw Ti and Mike Epps put up that uh, that thing, Cutthroat City. Yeah, I'm gonna go see that too. Is that out? Yeah, it's out. Because I'm like that, that shit said in theaters, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, it's a great fucking cast. Yeah. Like I'm I don't look at previews and shit like that. So, but just looking at the cast, I'm like, yeah, Marie want to see that. How can and then the Rizza? I don't really fuck with his style. Of, the, the last Rizza movie we saw, I think, was Brick Mansion. Yeah. And we know how bad Brick Mansion was. Yeah, but he was in uh Snowfall. Rizza? Yeah. Oh. When that yeah, when uh when he went and he started getting the drugs, what was that at? Was that in LA? I don't know, man. You know what I'm talking about. When he went, the motherfucker that had the crib that showed him how to cook the dope up. That was Rizza. Could have been. I'm not saying he's not. When he, all right, yeah. When he went out of town. But, but this is like a great ensemble. You got T.I., you got the guy who forever be Tupac. You got um, yeah. Terrence Howard. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Uh, who the fuck else? I think that's it, man. That's black. But then you got Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Haven't seen him seen him in a while. I think it's going to be a pretty pretty good fucking movie, man. I think it is. Marie saw the preview I did, and she said she wants to see it. So oh, yeah. We're going to see Tenet first, though. What the fuck is Tenet about? That's this uh, Washington Sun movie. You just going to keep saying? John John David is his name, I believe. Well, I don't know. Well, okay. it's like... It's some weird shit, but it looked good. That's good. I you didn't know. watch trailers and shit. No, I, I didn't know that the movie's back there. That's, 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 yeah. that's a good thing to know. Yes, Leading into the, uh, yeah, to the weekend. Friday week, is when it, uh, Ten, when it drops. Okay. Yeah, but the movie theaters open up and back up on the 21st. Oh, okay. So that's when it opened. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Man, you got, you, you got anything else, man? Shit, uh, I think we covered everything I want to cover. Lakers in five? Yeah, it's over with. The Lakers do, do, are you are you putting them in the Western Conference Finals because who they play next? It's either Houston or or Oklahoma. Yeah. And so what? Lakers in the Western Conference Finals yeah. already? Okay. Yeah, neither one of those teams have a chance. Okay. Not not one. Not even close. Not even especially Houston. Houston is fucking trash. I can't believe it. it's just Mike D'Antoni. He's still the coach, right? He is terrible. Terrible coach. All offense. Like something wrong with you. <laughs> Why you keep hiring that man? Keep running the same. Keep winning all those games. Excited. And not win. Right. You want to sell tickets. Excited. So sell your tickets and kiss my ass, Mike D'Antoni. Trash. You're trash. Well, let me, before we get out of here, how you feel about the last episode, man, with all those people there in the, in the gas chamber? I think. Did it make uh, you, you out here in Weetown today to run you out, out, of, the, out of the gas no, chamber? No, it, it did not run me out of the gas chamber. I think it was, I think it was fine. I think, uh. We have to just come up with just I don't know. I, I liked it. Fuck it. Uh some some people would tell us that we need to come up with a better format. I think we just did good at winging it and we're gonna have another show. Uh I was the wings. The wings were the wings were satisfying for me, I would say. Uh we had someone complain because we didn't have hot sauce. You see, they gave me a hot sauce with my chicken and what it is, it's sitting right Excuse the fuck on the right table because it's yeah. garbage. I don't need it. I, um, I, 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 I bought Louisiana when I went to the grocery store. Man. All to accommodate you. Yeah, I did. Okay, Just Jazz. Yeah, yeah we talking about you, Just Jazz. Yeah. Uh, you probably ain't gonna listen, but just to accommodate you. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Just uh, in case she's a guest, because she's supposed to be the. Is she still the moderator for the show that you? The big show. This is Dale's big show next week. No, guys. no, no. Look, wait a minute. No, I'm putting it on you because if it doesn't work, it's on you. What's gonna work? 
Because we're on it. So it's going to work. Hey, that's can, for can one. Can you pick a day out so I can let people know? That's going to be Tuesday. On Tuesday? Yeah, the same thing. We're going to do Tuesday like we always do. Um, you know, like we Tuesday night, like we normally do. We've been doing consistently for what? Like four weeks? Oh, I didn't know. If Tuesday's the day, let me know, guy. Yeah. So I can so I can hammer it home. Yeah, that's the day, man. Oh, Tuesday's the day? Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. Now, when I start, I have to look at this drive for uh, Romeo Here we go. To, uh, Here we go. We got to see what Just like a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Not even 10 seconds. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. No, no, for real. But I think the next show you guys will enjoy. We have, we're going to have uh, Holy White Sox SC back mm. um, for another episode. And now that mic is melted. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got uh, Emery. This guy. See, this is a hip hop fucking. This is this is one stubborn motherfucker. Um, he believes that hip hop started stopped in the nineties. Anything after two thousand is just trash. He won't give it a try. I think you guys are gonna be blown away by some of his takes on music. But I respect his musical mind, and I think we're gonna have a great show. We're gonna have a music show next week. Unless something we can also do politics these all into the Black Panther, black people, my black power movement as well. Yeah, I mean these, so, are, these are versatile people on there, yeah. then it's not gonna just be it's gonna mainly be about music, um, yeah. but it's also gonna be about sports. Like whatever. Whatever we yeah. need to talk about. Like we're gonna be able to bring it. Like and we only gonna have oh I forgot, is it another one? Jordan. Jordan. Moochie. My Moochie Montana. You know what? Jordan has always been good with me, man. He was the first nigga I let in my house besides you. Moochie Montana? Is that what you want me to call him? <laughs> That's his name. Is he going to listen to the pod? I doubt it. Uh, hopefully you do, Moochie. Uh, but no, nah, that's my nigga for real. That's uh, I would call him Jordan. That's what I call him, Jordan. I think he has a problem with it. Okay? <laughs> but no, nah, man, he's always been... Uh, I always fuck with Jordan, man. You know what I'm saying? I forgot he is a funny guy, too. I forgot he had a sense of humor. Like that, because he stopped posting. So I don't really get to, we don't really get to see him much anymore. So come about a hibernation... Come on to the show, and we're going to get your takes. And don't come with this bullshit-ass LeBron shit, because I heard you and Devin talk about, yeah, Devin now. Goat. Talk about a lot of bad basketball. Goat James. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So he gonna finally, he's going to finally have someone on this side when it comes to the NBA and this fucking uh, trash of all time, um, LeBron, and we'll see. So looking forward to it, man. You got anything else for these people? That's it, man. That's, that's, that's about all I have. For episode 24 of the Straight Gas Homie Podcast, Mamba Mentality, Mamba Day, Mamba Week, and Weeding Out. What? <laughs> you, know, you say Mamba Out? Weeding Out. No, lame? Sorry. Lame as hell. I just fucked like... it up. Weeding Out. It's the last show on Weeding. You just fucked up my moment. Now we're just gonna just. You want to give a give a no. little reflection of your of your time and we how no. you feel? Have you grown? Did you grown as a person? I have, and I can go a long time. We don't have enough time for that. But um, no, I have. Weeden has. Uh, what has Weeden done for you? Weeden has made a huge impact. Terrence, on my life. you know what I'm saying? It's taught me how. Yeah, you don't to... hear that that white lame ass name. Well, that's all right, Terrence. man. That's my name, man. That's my name, man. If you know me, that's who I am. Um, it's pronounced a lot of different ways. But, um, yeah, man, Whedon has been, like, a great learning experience, man. Like, I th- I'm actually going to miss it. I'm going to miss actually bragging about it. I'm going to miss when they run my plates and it says Whedon. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a different – it's really hard to get out here in Whedon, man. And uh, I'm going to miss it. I'm going uh, to miss my neighbor, man. My neighbor Don, I'm going to miss him, man. 
That's we we. I uh, gonna stay in contact with him. I'm visit him. Stuff? I'm gonna come visit him. He's gonna come visit me. We're gonna work on some things together. And yeah, man, that's 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 my boy. So now that I've said all that I'm going to say, that is all, folks. Porky Pig voice. You're terrible at I just say stuff. Sorry, man. You're just too fucking contrived, man. Just let it out. God damn. Why are we overthinking it? Just say shit. That's all, folks. Why you holding the mic like that? That's how you would be a rapper? Yeah, man. I want them to hear my voice distorted. I'm high as fuck. I want you to know that. We never tell what was on the last couple of episodes. We just never tell me what we've been smoking. So well, I brought OG. I said what we've been smoking. You didn't. Well, you cut me off, guy. Again, when you ask me a question, cut this shit off. You fucking answer. Ice cream. I told you, ice cream cake. Okay. And Supreme OG. Supreme OG. I put Supreme on it. It's just OG. I was saying that OG. We smoking just OG. (laughs) And motherfucking ice cream cake. I don't know what else that Devin uh Devin had. Supreme I just had OG, that's what I'm saying. Your shit better than mine. Supreme. No man, I just put Supreme on I had Supreme before. Oh, okay. So I figured I'd just say it. I just lied on L. But what we really had just the, the same that's what OG. What we dealers do nowadays, man. Yeah, just lie, say a name. Yeah, this that motherfucking uh Obama Obama runs. Like that shit. That's just a bag. I don't think it's real. <laughs> but ice cream cake is what we smoking. And OG. Obama Kush is real. The best weed I've ever smoked. I said Obama runs. But Obama Kush, the best weed I've ever smoked. It's the best weed you ever smoked before we get out of here. They owe. What the fuck? Uh, What's the best weed you ever smoked? The best weed I've ever smoked. I told you several times. My my favorite weed. It should have just rattled off the top of the dome. Let me get out of here, man. My favorite weed I've smoked was purple cake. Purple cake. Yeah. You've not said that is per- a lot. That's the one that I was holding that nugget from February, and I lost it. I've talked about it on at least four shows. Oh, a right, Okay. He listens to every show over and over, but he that, forgot that shit. So, and now we are out this bitch. Out this bitch. 